Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Call. We have a rare and exciting in-person episode to release this morning that was recorded a couple weeks ago back when we were doing our retreat in Quebec City. And we, I'm not even going to try and intro this one. It's so all over the map, but yet so packed with value. We know that some of our usual and weekly listeners will realize that this podcast just hits, just hits differently a little bit. Uh, topics changing a little bit faster. We're just all sitting around a coffee table having a conversation. There's no Zoom delay, none of that. And we do end up diving into some pretty deep topics. We get a little bit more in-depth with some topics. So we would absolutely love to hear back from you guys on Instagram or email at the weekly call pod on Instagram and the weekly call pod at gmail.com. Just what you got from this episode, what you took away personally, how what you digested over the podcast has changed your outlook on some topics. So please, please, please don't be shy to reach out to us. It really helps us refine what we speak about and grow the podcast and make it a lot more uh, quality focused for the people who are listening each week. So Please don't be shy, and without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Weekly Call. So we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. We can think about our problems and turn on those chemicals. That means then our thoughts could make us sick. So if it's possible that our thoughts could make us sick, is it possible then our thoughts could make us well? The answer is absolutely yes. You're listening to the Weekly Call Podcast with Austin, Hammer, and John. Welcome. It's enormously important that you do have the right friends. If they make you a better person than you otherwise would be, that's the ultimate gift. It deals for the most part with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. Remind yourself, this fight that you're in, this is what will make you stronger. Okay. Um, welcome back to another episode of Weekly Call. We're actually recording this uh, on Quebec an City. off day. Yeah, in Quebec City. Yeah, exactly. That's where, that's where we are. We have John in... Quebec City. We have Austin oh, in... Quebec City. Austin. At Au Quebec. In Austin. Oh, no. And we have uh, Amur. <laughs> How do you say Amur in French? Amur. Amur. Amer. 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 You could say Amer. Amer. Yeah, that works. That works. But I'm yelling when I have to. I have to yeah. yell it to say that. Yeah. What's Father of Blonde in uh Yeah, French? we found out today or yesterday. I don't no, know. Yesterday Sunday. that uh, Amer Abushakra. <laughs> Is that the right way to say her name? Abu Chakra. Abu means father and Chakra means oh, of blonde. <laughs> So Sorry, am I disrespecting you? No, no, no. Okay. It's just because most people think they do, I capitalize on it, but I actually don't care. Okay. What what is the just what is the right pronunciation of your name? Uh it's I'm a, it, it's it happens here, right? At the bottom of your earth. Hummer. No. That no. was it was kinda of, so it was too mid throw. It was kinda of mid throw. Dude, it's hard to get down there, man. I'm a, Hammer. No, no, There's no, no H. H. Hammer. Say it again? No. Ah. Ah. Oh my god, ah. dude. Literally, you just no, open You go ah. up, down. It's, yeah. You have to start down up. Ah. Ah. No, I can't do that. I can't get ah. down. I can't start down there. Is it? Ah. Uh, we sound like cows. Yeah, you no, guys have more skill work. in that range. I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, either way. Okay, I want to know. Yeah. Well, first of all, is if it's not, that probably wasn't clear. We're all in Quebec City recording a podcast together. 
which is really nice actually to be in person. It's pretty cool. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't like it. The fuck? Like I would say it's simple. Like I, <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I would say that. Great. Uh, why? What's all the fuck? It, 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 um, it's it's kind of intoxicating. You guys notice that? Like like I, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah I feel slightly high when I'm around <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's like unfair. Like it's like like my body's like producing like extra like dopamine or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Like I'm like. I actually told you I'm like ago, I'm like noticeably I'm like noticeably elevated. Yeah. You look high. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm like noticeably elevated. I have more adrenaline. Like but more but like okay. but it's like it's good though because it's like I'm like extra present when I'm around you guys, right? Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Because of the scarcity. John, I want to know if you've ever heard of the Island Boys. Oh, dude, why? I just want to know they if you've ever heard of them. Really I know, I know they suck. Have you ever heard of the Island Boys? Is I, it like a YouTube band? Good, yeah. Trust me, I actually have never what, heard their music. I've only by seen the, what, what they look like. What do you mean like. by it's is it a YouTube band? Yeah, no, that's a good guess. Yeah, but what do you? What even is a YouTube band? Well, what is a country band? Like, what do you mean a YouTube band? Yeah, like uh, like a band that started on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a Justin Bieber type story. Um, yeah, yeah. He, yes. he, was, he started. But Yo, like, I would say like only like like. Tell, only. tell them about your masters. Yeah, well, I will. Hammer, we're in the middle of the Island Boys. Yeah, no, I don't want to. Oh, be do you know what it is? Oh, you know what? Um, are these those these these two <laughs> guys? Okay, so so here's the interesting <laughs> thing. Okay, so if you were if you were actually on our Patreon, you would have actually got the chill episode. Where we were talking a lot about productivity. Yes. And these two guys, if 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 I if I know who you're talking about, they definitely do not seem to be helping. <laughs> okay. Look, I can't judge them. I don't know what okay. they do. I just know yeah. there's nothing there for me. John, I'm going to show you a video. No, I've already seen the video. I don't want to see it. We can move on. No, I'm going to show you a video of them getting booed off stage. No, that's just... No. I feel bad for them. Yeah, they're, dude. They're trying to like have their own career. They're just trying to make it work. Yeah. Are they? Uh, do they pitch crypto? Yeah, do you guys... Do they pitch crypto? Part of the island Do they... Hold on, I'm asking. Do they pitch crypto? Do they... Oh, like, do they try and, like... Yeah, uh, NFTs like, or if, if crypto? If you go to their Snapchat, are they, like... Your, are they pushing crypto or NFTs? I have no idea. I know Jake yeah. Paul does a lot. I bet they're pushing it, cryptos and NFTs. Um, if not, then... Yo, this is what they looked like before. That's hilarious. Yeah, let's... <laughs> Either way, um... Yeah, how's your week? Well, I spent most of the week with you guys, so... I would no, say that's it. not true. Most of your week was it? Okay, well, this week is uh, was... Like exciting for me because I, I wrap like I'm like I'm basically wrapped up my year, you yeah. Know? Like for all intents and purposes, you know, you, you always have some loose ends you got to clean up here and there or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, does he actually look loose? End. Yeah, he's just completely relaxed. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying I'm just that chess game was intense, man. So yeah, so Emmer and John just played a chess game, which we recorded. We two may or may not release game. it. Uh, if was you it want hours? to see the chess game, I think it was two hours. It was. It was honestly, I, I was a, I was attempting to commentate on it. I lasted about 10 minutes max. Found out that it's extremely difficult to be a commentator to in live chess, which is probably why there's never there been a live there. chess commentary. That's, that's not true at all. What? Live chess commentary? Yeah, no. it exists. Yeah, 100%. No, I, he said it doesn't exist. I'm saying it 100% No, but exists. I'm not talking about like calling out the moves. I'm talking about like actually like a sports cast yeah like, no, they do, do yeah. yeah no they sit there and they're like oh i wonder why john moved you know pawn to like e4 like why didn't he do this yeah this would have exposed that and they draw stuff on the board and yeah 100 like, oh this is a questionable play here it exposes him here but he could be setting a trap and it's yeah 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. There's no well, doubt. I guess I just got, I, I just not, not there yet. Yeah, you just got checkmated right now. Yeah. yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Somebody could be commenting on this conversation about me just getting wrecked. I yeah, yeah. I ended my year. It feels really good to be done. What and did you do? 1.4? Uh, no, no, no. I, so I sold 1.45 million, mm. but but some, like a lot of, quite a bit of that's for next year. So we'll, our actual production. Yeah, the revenue for the business will be just over 1.2 for the year. Amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you ever think about how that's like, how many years in the making that took? You went from 500 to like, 1.2? I, I went from 460, yeah. 7 to 820, yeah. and then to 1.0 over 1.2. But when, let's say you're... Um, nice. Let's say someone who runs a service business who you met for the first time, mm. just like you kind of hit it off, you're talking yeah. about your businesses. They ask you what you did in revenue this year. Yeah. What are you saying is, like when you say, oh, I just did 1.2 million. Do you explain that that is due to the you know, previous I, I, seven years? Yeah, well, I mean, so, I mean, in a hypoth- very hypothetical situation, because effectively no one asks what I do in revenue. No one cares. What do you mean? Like I, I've, I've literally never, like I've. No, I'm actually me too. Like I'm not even kidding. Like not one time ever. Do you get asked? Have I ever like? like I, I can't. I literally that. cannot recall one single time in the last three years that I've ever been asked what I did in revenue. And it doesn't matter. Like, you know, I could be talking to someone who just graduated business school. They have an interest in business. I could be talking to a, another tradesperson. Um. The only person. That has ever asked what I do, what I did in revenue. Two two people, my lawyer and my accountant. Yeah. Well, what should people should be asking? No, I'm not saying someone should or shouldn't. No, he's just saying. But, but I mean, I've never, I've never had someone, I've never had someone take interest in that. No. Oh. No. Well, yeah, other than us, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Have you? Had people ask me about my revenue? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Talk to me about joining the program and stuff. They want to like some people like are that are very analytical. Sometimes they join the like, well on the process of joining. They're like, well, tell me something about your numbers. What I'm talking like in social situations though. Oh, social situations. Because clients ask all the time. Social like, situations. All the time. I found people would ask me how many employees, and then based on my answer, they can kind of roughly gauge my revenue. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I, I think a lot of people ask how many how many how many employees do you have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can gauge. I would say the most common question is, do you do the painting yourself? From who? Like just in social context. Yeah, like because people say, oh, you say you're a painter. Yeah. I, I would say the majority like, of people assume that we do. Yeah. You and I. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't correct them. But there's the assumption. I don't bother. I actually specifically instruct Trisha, to, if anyone asks. Tell people that, that you're a painter. That I'm a house painter and that, you know, that, you know, you know COVID's been tough and, you know, you're always going to try and like, you know, grow and make do with what we can. But, you know, of course, we always have to be prudent. But like, I always want to make sure that she doesn't. True. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't want her to lie, but I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this whole, you know, you don't want to start getting people on your tail. Yeah, being low key. Do you guys ever think about that? I do. Creating too much noise. Yeah. Yeah, noise. Such one of the struggles I have with, like with the podcast is like thinking to myself like, "Fuck, like this is this might inadvertently attract a lot of attention one day," you know. Mm. Okay. Well, let's explore that. Because I thought about this before. Yeah. What's the worst? Like, what's the worst type of attention you can get? 
Like somebody malicious trying to... Yeah, of course. Somebody trying to steal your identity. Well, I think the worst type of attention you could get is that your head's in a guillotine and it's getting chopped off. <laughs> okay, yeah, but this is not... That's probably like French the worst. Revolution. That's probably like... Where, yeah, well, I'm just saying like French Revolution is pretty like a pretty hardcore. <clears throat> that, you know? that is true. That's like, that's an unideal amount of attention, you know? So... Yeah, but aren't there people who are more qualified to get that attention than John Morgan? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, but like, give it five... 10, 15, 20, you know? I mean, like, the amount, of, the amount of people that got their heads chopped off in the French Revolution was not like a... Small amount. It wasn't a small amount. I mean, it, effectively, it was like, did you own land? Okay, head chopped off. Own a business? Head chopped off, right? You yeah. Got a, you got a horse? Head chopped off. Yeah, but you're going to go buy a gun, right? Buy a rifle? No. Well, yeah, a rifle, yeah. You're, you have two years... But not for personal defense, though. I might even store it at my house. Okay. Where are you going to store it? Uh, well, most, I mean, most likely at one of my employees' houses because he has guns. Mm-hmm. He's a hunter. He has and, a, gun and a gun safe. Yeah, but I also promised Josh I wouldn't have a gun in my house. In Canada, the, the, the gun laws are not supportive at all towards defending yourself. I think we are, I think I was telling this, like you, mm-hmm. you can't, you can't actually defend it. Was I telling you? Yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't defend <laughs> it, yourself with. It's defending poker or essentially. It's, like it's you can't, yeah. It's like, you can't you defend yourself with greater axe, power. You can use an axe. You yeah. can attack by a gun, you can use a gun. Effectively. Yeah. Also, it's like owning a pistol is like really, like pretty difficult. Owning a rifle is super easy. Like you can just like. So if you come into my house and stab my wife, I can't shoot you? No. Well, you know, you can, but, but. You go to jail. You go to jail most likely. Yeah, 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 it's pretty awesome. There's a lawyer that once, but I could, but I could stab the person that stabbed my wife. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of. Yeah. There's a lawyer that minimal once necessary came force. To my high school, and I asked him like a question about this stuff. Um, he was like specified and specialized in this type of stuff. But I'm like, let's say hypothetically, a guy breaks down, breaks down my the door of my property, enters with a running chainsaw. <laughs> and is putting it over my mom's head, and I kill him. So yeah, yeah, I go to jail. With what? Kill him with what? <laughs> with with like anything. Wow. You go to jail. Yeah. Okay. It's but not. Like, but he's yeah, self defense is not like he's hovering, like he's two inches away from you know causing serious damage to a family member of mine. And and I wanted to like stop him, and in the act of me trying to stop him, I kill him. He's like, yeah, he probably goes. For life, like a death sentence. No, 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 no. Nobody will go to jail. There's no death sentence. The maximum sentence in Canada, um, like five years, is like well, life. uh, I shouldn't shouldn't say a maximum sentence. A lifetime sentence is twenty-five years. You can get multiple life sentences Mm -hmm. if you're convicted for multiple things. I don't think they stack. Absolutely. No, they. Robert Picton. Yeah, you can serve them. uh, You can serve them simultaneously or consecutively. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, just look it up. Like Robert, he he was he went to jail. Like isn't yeah. this the uh, the guy who fed people to pigs mm-hmm. in BC? Oh, yeah. So he's in it was, jail for ninety nine years. Yeah, you can serve multiple life sentences. It was strip. It was strippers that he fed to pigs. It was like kind of hooker, yeah, hookers, hookers or like or street strippers? women, basically. Robert Pick. I'm open to being wrong on this, but I'm almost certain. I'm almost, I'm almost certain you can serve multiple life sentences in oh, Canada. Look at this greasy bastard. Yeah, I know. But yeah, don't you? We're trying to look how. Ooh, dude, look we're trying to look at how many years he went to jail for. Look you, at this guy, dude. I already know what he looks like, man. Okay, jeez. What are you doing? What did you say? What? Nothing. 
You comment on his head, like his lettuce? Is like that what you like just like said? Like <laughs> this guy, yeah, he's got some lettuce too. He's still alive. He's 72 years old. He's from Coquitlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, near Vancouver. The pig farmer killer. Okay, I... I Life in prison. Yeah, can you yeah. just look up how many sentences? Oh my God, guys. You're gonna f- just go to Wikipedia, go to sentences. Yeah, but either way, yeah. either way, point being, whereas yeah. in the Where's States... Jamie when you need him? Yeah, well, oh, Jamie is not here, and I'm interested in Mr. Picton here. Yeah. Um, Trial. Um, 27 charges of first-degree murder. Yeah. Um, doesn't say. When I went to Thompson Rivers University, there's a there's a prison in... That's in the name of the university you went to? Thompson Rivers. <laughs> that sounds so funny. Why? I don't know. Okay. It seems very small. How big was it? Like 10,000 people. Oh, that's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. So it, was, it was fairly large. And Was this in Kelowna? No, it was in Kamloops. And there was a there's a prison there, and in the, in the university, did you got let me tell the story and then you'll and you'll get the <laughs> okay. So there's a prison in Kamloops, and on the way out of town, okay, <laughs> what? It's just the way he said it. I on the way out of town, there would be people hitchhiking, and uh, almost all of them were like people who just got out of prison that were trying to get Damn. back to Kelowna. So I picked them up. Wait, pause. You used to pick up people that were fresh out of prison. Oh yeah, straight up. Yeah, and this one. Hold up, pot immediately. Yeah. What, what, like they're in orange jumpsuits. No, 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 no. They're not like orange jump. No, no. They have like Like, you know, like pedestrian clothes. Like, but they just got out of prison. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I can see that. That's not that dangerous. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's it's a uh, like a minimum security prison. It's not like like they they don't like it's not like picking some like there's another place called Oliver. It's a city called Oliver. I'm pretty sure that's like a you know a higher security. I wouldn't pick anyone up near there. But like, oh, why? Why would you like, do that? Well, you know, hold on. Where I was going from this though is that I, I, I just like the company, and I like picked up one guy because I didn't actually. So the first time I picked up someone is because I used. I'm come from Nelson, where hitchhiking is like a, actually like a a form of transportation. Yeah, it's like a totally acceptable form of transportation. Like it's that's crazy. Like people actually like in Nelson. Think you can just the, walk outside your park. Not so much in the Kootenays, but in Nelson. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, not so much in Nelson specifically because you can walk everywhere, but in the Coonies in general, like along the North Shore, which is where like most of my family lives, people, it's like a, it's like a reliable way to get to work. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Either way. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, no, no longer in COVID is it, is it really? Hitch. Yeah. Nonetheless. So you pick up prisoners. Anyway, so I picked knowing, up knowing they're prisoners. No, no, no. So I picked up a guy, and I found out from him. He's like, "Oh, you just got from prison." I'm like, "Oh, what? Why? Where's the prison around here?" There's a website called Hitch Wiki. Yeah. For hitchhikers' guide to hitchhiking. Yeah, no, it's a big thing. Like that's, that's Hitch Wiki. Like my little brother at like 14 hitchhiked. Like he, like you know, like it's the yeah. bus system's terrible. Yeah, you, you grow up being told, "I'll talk to strangers. Don't get into cars with strangers." You're doing both. Well, I would say that, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I come from a place where you don't even lock your door. So, That's my true. my grandmother does not lock her door. Yeah, I don't lock my door, or like where I grew up, <clears throat> doors aren't locked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but like, right. no one. Yeah. Locks the door. I think a lot of like the security measures we take are total overkill. Yeah. 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 Anyway, nonetheless. I think it's a frictional cost in society, in my opinion. Like a lot of security companies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Totally unnecessary for the most part. People actually just want to have like a little security badge in their life. The sticker. More, more than anything. Yeah. They don't actually really want the 
So he picked up this prisoner. And, uh, oh yeah, so, anyway, so, but guess what the number one reason why people were in prison? Or at least in this prison, we, in Kamloops. No. Uh, taxes. No. <laughs> no. Is it financially related? No. It's not, yeah. Like, when I say, like, number one reason, I'm just, like, I picked up four hitchhikers. So, out of the four... What's all the sample size? There's all, all of them. All, but all four of them had the same thing. Assault? Uh, kind of. They, they all they all were in prison effectively because they beat their girlfriends. Yes, that's what. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They must Every single one of them. But now, just the crazy it's thing. It's so common, dude. Get, yeah. But hold on. But now, guess the guess what though? Guess where every single one of those men asked me to drop them off? Their girlfriend's house. Yeah. yeah. Every single one of them. And then guess what? Every single one of those guys did at some point during the drive. Tell you that they're better. No, they showed me nudes of their girl. You're kidding. Yeah, dude, it was the weirdest fucking thing, man. Every single one, four different dudes, four different interactions, John, exact fucking same. John, why would you do that? <laughs> but there's one dude. It was like, I'm like, I'm not like a particular. Like, I didn't want to like actually like, I didn't want to see the nudes. First of all, like none of these oh, guys had like attractive. Like it wasn't like, well, you know, it was yeah, it was not was yeah, asking. it was not a good look. <laughs> you were like, ah, oh, I'm no, no. drive my car into a wall. It was one of those ones where it's like the guys like, hey man, look at this. I'm like, dude, I'm driving. He's like, dude, you gotta look. It's like just a little peek. I'm like, fuck, dude, okay, fine, you know. But yeah, I remember. So they were like super grateful for you. Nasty photos, yeah, like nasty <laughs> photos, yeah. Oh, and then you dropped them off. Like more, like less Playboy, more Hustler. It was not like a yeah. yeah so you dropped them off, and then and every single one of them asked me for money. That it was funny. There's a bar like on the way from between. It's like in this place called uh, Falkland, I think it is. Anyway, they all asked if you could the bar. I'm like, dude, I'm not even 20, or I'm not even 19. Like, I can't even go to the bar yet. Like, I was picking these guys up when I was 18. Yeah. Did you have like a weapon? I also had no license either. I was just driving a car, no license. Mm. Did you have like a switchblade in your sock? Yeah, like I drove my van. John. Yeah. No, no, answer my question. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you have us look at like anything with you? Sean, you're out here driving people around who <laughs> Did you been... have anything to protect yourself with? No. Okay. <laughs> you're I also had nothing to steal either, so other than the vehicle. Okay, so please walk me through it was it was, it was Patricia the first, the, the van. Patricia. Why why yeah. were you driving there in the in the first place? Um because I went to university in Kamloops and then I lived in Kelowna. Like I lived in Kamloops. So like where was, was your license? Drive? Like two hours. Where was your license? Well, I shouldn't say I had no license. I had an L. What's an L? Like a like a a, a, a permis probatar. A permis probatar. Probatar. Permis probatar. Sounds like a type of Pokemon. <laughs> By the way, you guys are getting a glimpse at John's French ability. We've had a very interesting weekend in Quebec City. Um, John's. I basically have learned French in the matter of like two days. Well, I yeah. would I would disagree. I think you picked up on a little. Well, bit sorry. I, I learned how to like do like hand signals. John had an right. interesting run in at the cafe this morning. Um, I think the the server wanted to kill him. I basically just I'm mean, effectively like, long story short. I was playing charades to try and order my stuff. Yeah, it's, it's called it's, or is it called charades? Charades, yeah, it is. exactly. Um, but yeah, so just to confirm, you were <clears throat> you were driving from university back home. On mm-hmm. the way, you would pick up hitchhikers, most of which beat their wives. Or no, no, all, all four that okay. I picked up. All of yeah. all four of which beat their girlfriends or wives. Yeah. And you didn't see an issue with dropping them back off at their girlfriends. It wasn't his job. It was my job. Yeah, he's just he's just the middleman. Yeah. That just was, the, just the driver. Just the just the driver. Yeah. Just the driver. Yeah. Same spot every time. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine they all end up in the same house. See, I, I actually disagree with that. I think that is irresponsible. 
I mean, I had a conversation with all of them. Would you like, drive? hey, like, do you think it's the best idea if you go back? Like, I tried talking to these guys. Like, like, why did you beat her? Blah, 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 blah. What were the you reasons? Know? Usually a lot of them just lost control. You know, something like that. The man just lost control. And so when they're getting dropped back Cheat on me. these girls' houses, like, do you strongly Cheat think that Stole they, money. Yeah. Do you strongly think that they have the ability to just go right back in there and do it again? I asked most of them, have you been to prison before? And almost all of them had been. I think, like, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think all of them had been in prison before. Like, for the same reason, basically. Yeah. And were they telling you that, like, they this made a difference? Or were they just like, this was a waste of time? I didn't really ask. What's really interesting, though, like, um, is that, like, would they were... Would you drop a kid off to get, like, in a fucking crack bin? You know? Like, would you no, 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 no. This, you know, you're not looking at, like, like it's, this is not, like, me dropping them off at, like, a crack den. This is not at all what this was. Like, the one guy, for example, he lived in a mobile home. Like a like a or like a trailer? Not a trailer, no no, sorry, like a like literally like a like a like a bus. Like a yeah, bus. And he had me drop him off at his bus. <laughs> right. It was just parked. Yeah. And then like one of the guys had me drop him off at a gas station mm. because his girlfriend lived nearby and I told him I didn't want to like drive up to the house. And then the other two guys dropped off at like the mall. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a family member in prison, you would know that they didn't get out? No. You wouldn't know. I don't know. I mean, you'd probably you'd probably know when they were going to get out. Yeah. If I, we can move on. Have you, ever, have wanna, you guys ever spent time in jail? That's a highly. I believe that is that choice. Yeah, I made some questionable. questionable. I made highly questionable decisions highly questionable. when I was eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. What would you say to yourself right now, looking back at that, John? Who's you know? Seemed like was this the car high risk, low reward? Well, what was the potential reward? Well, I mean, there is the the whole like helping people aspect of just hitchhiking. I mean, like this person, like if no one picked him up, that's like probably like a two day walk. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like this guy had to get to Kelowna. Like he had to do something. Like they had no money, like nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like someone was going to have to pick him up. Yeah. You ever run into these guys again? No, 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 no. I mean, don't well, I mean, I don't, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the listens to the podcast. Zero. It's, you know, 18, 19, this is the Carson era. Mm. The Carson era. No, Yo, this is this is this era. is um. I think so. This is actually before that. Oh damn. Yeah, this is before that. Okay. Damn. I actually met Carson. At, I, the reason why I know I met Carson after I was nineteen is because I I well, the reason why I know I moved in with Carson after nineteen is because I rekindled my relationship with him in a nightclub. Oof. Yeah. Nightclubs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For like. I would say like when I when I first turned nineteen. When you say oh yeah, what do you mean? Like I mean oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he knew how to dance. Oh, yeah. No, I did not know how to dance. I was probably a terrible. I was most likely a terrible dancer. Oh, you just like I had Bob. Can you give us dance. a sample? We're on sure, camera. Sure. Yeah. I mean, basically, I feel like I would just like sit there and just like. Oh yeah, you're a head bobber. Yeah. Okay, get just, in front of the camera. Show them what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. Basically, just you know. Okay. Just, yeah. 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 Probably. Oh, that works. You know, it's actually pretty fire. Just. Yeah, just, you know, just a little bit of a move, you know. Just what if you, like, did you ever drop that, like, you know, just a little bend the knees, you know? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know? Just, I was just kind of like a guy, you know, I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, mm. you know, just kind of all the way, like a head bob and just see, like, it. I mean, I, there's no music right now, so I, I'm just. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate yeah, yeah. how challenging this yeah, must yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, impressive. you know, some song would, you know, some, some song would come on, but yeah, I was yeah. just, you know, I was like, oh, you know, like, you kind of go with the beat, like, you know. Yeah, just, and then, like. But um, I was, it was mostly legs, just a little bit of a bob and just. Like, kinda, girl comes up to you, she's like, oh, are you the guy in the train? You know, I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. He does. No, that's not moves. A little rhythm, though. Well, no, but I can. 
move to a song. But anyway, I would, you know, I kind of, and then, you know, like everyone, subtle, subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, yeah. So, like, girls would come up to you and be like, yo, are you the guy? Not like, really. Tra- transporting guys to their wives no. that they used to be? No. I was not like a. No. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I am related to John uh, Horgan. Only. <laughs> Only, Morgan, I, I only uh, brought a girl home one time, <laughs> one time from the night. Well, actually, that's not true. Twice. Trisha was one of them, but like, I didn't bring her home like they, that. The fact that you met There's, Trisha at a nightclub is... Yeah, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Totally different context. I was None leaving, I was there. leaving at 9.45. Yeah. And, and we got there at 9.30. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Trisha didn't even want to be there. Yeah. Play board games. But no, no, the, the one, the only time I ever brought a girl home from the nightclub she she i was pretty wasted she was pretty wasted and i took her back to my house and she was just throwing up all over oh. all over the fucking bathroom so i cleaned it all up so you were really scraping the bottom of the barrel for what you were no 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 so so then anyway so i i like put her in my, like my bed and like i like got you know got her all like i like took you know put her to bed like yeah, you know, yeah. put the blankets over got her all set up or whatever yeah and then i like slept on the couch and then she woke up in the morning and she's like came out and she's like oh hey like you know, like who? You know, like who are you? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, man, like you, you know, you like, you were super drunk, and but so, the, but hold on, the part that I missed though is the reason why I actually brought her home though is because a bunch of other guys were like trying to like hit on her and take like that's actually good. And so what I took friends. Though? So I took her home because Did I knew. Yeah, it was super oh, weird. Man. I was like, I was like, where are your friends? And she was too drunk, so I took her home to like save her, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, which it sounds like you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she like came, and I was like, I explained all of this to her. Yeah, we end up being like somewhat kind of friends. I don't know. Like we hung out a few times so afterwards. She must have been very grateful for that when you told her what happened. I, I don't think she was. I I would say so. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, she thought I was like a really nice guy about that, right? And I like met her. Like I like went over to her. Like she she was a university student. Went back because it was like college Thursdays. We'd go. Yeah. There was this nightclub called Levels, and you'd go every college Thursday. You'd go every Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. And uh, which, by the way, like straight up. What a scam college Thursdays are. Or I mean nightclubs in general. I mean, maybe some are more ethical than others, but like there's no fucking way that they didn't water their drinks down. Oh they yeah, do, yeah. yeah they, they for sure do. Yeah, like like you buy like 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 a like three dollar highball or something like that. And like I like I'm such a lightweight. Like I had like how many glasses of wine did I have last night? Like a glass and a half, two half. You had two glasses of wine. Yeah, and I was like pretty yeah, tipsy, yeah, right? Yeah, John John was yeah. off the sauce. You were gone. Off the so, right so like if I can go to a nightclub and I can drink all night and not be drunk, like, come on, pretty questionable. Yeah. But, um, $14 yeah. drinks. No, no, uh, in Kelowna, like, they told us there's like, there's like $4 highballs. Yeah. yeah. And then, that was the only time I ever brought a girl home. Yeah. Them. But we'd go like every weekend. Yeah. For like a couple months. Yeah, one of the only fights I've ever been in was because of, uh, like, that was visibly happening to a girl at a bar and like, a couple friends and I were just like, not feeling it. Yeah, you know, this is questionable. Pretty questionable, yeah. And you could tell that, like, the guy... With a friend? No, she was with a friend, but, like, you could tell the friend was also pretty drunk. And, like, there was, like, a group of guys that were, like, trying to, like, get them out of the, out of the bar. Aggressively? No, but, like, persuasively. Not aggressively. Okay. Yeah. And what'd you guys do? So we just went over to a couple of the guys who were kind of, like, on the fringe. There's maybe, like, five guys and two girls. Mm. We went over to, like the fringe and we were like hey you know what are you guys doing here like nothing man mind your own business mm-hmm. you know like that whole thing so and then one of my buddies was just like mm, this isn't happening like just period you should really let these girls go and then the bouncers got involved and then there was like they tried to fight everyone and then oh and those guys that tried to bite dude bouncers are aggressive too i don't know oh, what, man, dude. They are. 
they strike first. Oh, dude, bounce. I feel like they kind of almost have to in a yeah, way. Well, yeah. I only know this because one of my uh, very close you're friends. you're outnumbered all the time. Yeah, well, well, I was even thinking like, because it, it is a bouncer, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, you wouldn't want to get struck suck, second. I don't know. One of my very close friends was a bouncer for a few years. And uh, it was really cool to see because like, there's a lot of like, I guess, systems and strategies sure. know, that, uh, that you have as a bouncer, especially with like the two or three other bouncers that you have working at a club. And depending on how big it is, there's a lot, there's going to be like a team of them. Yeah. And, but like, you have to have control over hundreds of people at once when that, like something goes down like that. So like the amount of support that's like, if you're the aggressor, you're completely blind to like, you could be trying to aggravate one bouncer and there's Another always two of them at any point. If you did, if you do anything, it's like you're, you're knocked out instantly. Like it's insane. And, and what I found most interesting is that um, the police force, like I was, I was, a you know, just one night I saw like one guy just get knocked out cold by a bouncer and the police like came over and talked to the bouncer and they're like, so what did he do? And you know, they're like, okay, thanks. You know, it was like, it was like a thank you. Cause like the bouncers and the police, depending on what part of the city you're in, like they can have an amazing relationship. Cause they're kind of like, cause if, if the bouncer doesn't deal with them there, they're going to go cause shit elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Most likely. Like if they're willing to fight a bouncer, that's like three times the size as them. It's like, they're going to go do something else. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So like sometimes like, it's really cool to see though. Depends on the nightclub, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> somewhat questionable, but I, I think it's a tough line of work dealing with these idiots. Dude, like, well, the, like this, this nightclub in particular, like I, I'm almost certain that the, like, I, I'm sure most nightclubs have some sort yeah. of like, this was like, like some sort of like, they're involved in yeah. the drug trade that's going on at the same time. Bouncers? I don't know what the bouncers, I'm pretty sure though. There, there, there seemed to be like some alliances though. Cause I mean, I, I remember like some dudes in the nightclub, like they could sell drugs and like basically it was like totally, like, it was kind of like overlooked, like pretty obviously. Yeah. And then, but the thing is though, is like, if, like they'd sell it to you, but then if you ever like were doing it openly, they would confiscate it. Yeah. Okay. Or if you went to the bathroom, like a bouncer would usually fall, like, you know, they'd yeah. watch you by and then, you know, they'd follow you in. And give it and, back to the dealer? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I actually had a really, like, weird situation that arised as well. Like, this is how much of a Mickey Mouse show I ran, like, just to give you some taste at the beginning of my business. I remember there was, so I, during <laughs> this, well, no, I, so, like, this is just, this is showing how, like, of a sh- much of a shit show I was. So I, like, so during this, like, kind of partying phase where I was going to the club lots with my friends, we were we were doing like a, like a not like a lot of coke but like a reasonable amount. Okay. Is it coke? Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, like but like I would say like I didn't I didn't like it, so I didn't want to do more and it was really expensive and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So I would say I was I was limited in the sense like I didn't do a lot of coke because I didn't have a lot of money, right? Yeah. So I would say yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah, anyway, point being. Um, but the guy that we were buying coke from, uh, this guy well, you know, I'm not gonna say his name, but you know, this guy. Okay. <laughs> And, hey Steve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was called. Let's call him Steve. Okay, his name's not Steve, but anyway, we'll call him Steve. And uh, well, he had a funny name though, which is kind of like. But anyway, so this guy named Steve. And so then, like, I want to say, like, about a year later, I inadvertently hired Steve, not because I never knew the guy's name at the nightclub. And so inadvertently, I ended up hiring this guy. And I remember he was like working for me, and I was training him, you know, because I did all my own training at the time, and I'm like helping him, whatever. And uh, I didn't say anything to him because I was like, you know, what, what, you know, like, how do you, like, you know, and then, uh, but my buddy Braden also worked for me. Okay. At the time. And 
Was he a fiend? And Brayden? Yeah. Brayden did a lot. Of, like Brayden did a lot of coke. Oh, yeah, so did a lot. Received... Of, this guy, yeah, Brayden actually did a lot of coke. Do like, you want to bleep yeah. uh, this person's name out? No. Just first names. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. There's a billion Braydens out there. Yeah. Billion. There's a lot of Bradens out there. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. You got like <laughs> one eighth of the world is actually yeah. Braden. Apparently, everybody in China is named Braden. I mean, full, I, I think else. full. I think full names is not really like fair, but you know. Braden, anyway, this guy that I, you know, Braden. We were. He did a lot of coke, and and I remember Braden came to me one day, and he was like, "Hey, man, like I'm pretty sure we know that guy." I'm like, I'm like, I think that guy was like, like the guy. Who, I think he was our drug dealer at the club. You know, like he was a club dealer. You know, like I never, like we never, yeah. I never did anything outside of the club. It was only at the club. Yeah. And uh, so Brayden like pulled him aside one day, like, you know, when they were working, he's like, hey man, you know? And then Ray, okay, well this guy, uh, Steve was like, yeah, no, I, I know you guys and it's kind of fucking weird, but it is what it is. <laughs> and then at that point it was all open to all yeah, of us, you yeah. know? So then we just kind of talked about it openly, how funny that was, right? Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Was he a good employee? No. But I was also a terrible. Hold on, I was. Well, a ter- it turns out that dealing drugs maybe might be predictive of your success in another profession. Possibly. Maybe. This guy was hilarious, though. Like this guy, Steve or Brady? Steve. Well, both. I mean, both were hilarious. But, but no. Um, I was gonna say I, it's hard to say because I would say that everything prior to my four my fourth year, I would say it's I couldn't really tell you who was good and who was bad because I was such a bad boss. I was such a terrible leader mm-hmm. that I would say that it wouldn't be fair for me to say this guy was bad, this guy was good. Right. I, I, I can say he was good, but I can't say who was bad. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I definitely had some good employees over, like, you know, during that time, but I couldn't say anyone was like, you know, yeah. absolutely terrible. Yeah. Similar to your uh, instance with Coke, um, where I guess like you experienced with Coke. I never experienced with Coke, but I did. You never did with Coke? No. Why not? Um, I just feel like I like psychologically or maybe it's a character trait i'm not sure but i feel like i'm just one just little push away from the ledge of that's like, how i feel too of like sanity no <laughs> of like because you, you mean sanity oh yeah yeah no i mean like dependency oh the addiction yeah yeah, yeah. i well because I, yeah. I i mean you always hear people say well i have a really addictive personality so i don't think i should be doing this but the reality for me is I actually get focused on things that provide like stimulus and joy. So I do, and, and, and I have a hard, like I realized that for example, you know, in my life I've associated food with reward and I've associated, associated drinking with good times with my friends and I've associated, um, you know, kind of, yeah, yeah. and I know I'm not going to be doing Coke in like, you know, just driving in my car, like, hmm, what am I should do right now? You know, it's going to be in certain environments all the time. Social. And then after, you know, 10 or 20 uses, I can easily just be like, in order to enjoy time with my friends, I might need to do code. I see, I see. So I'm just like, I don't necessarily want to go down that road. Although I am, I do really want to feel what it's like to have that stimulant, but I don't necessarily want to try it. But like, I think the risk reward is just way off. Dude. Yeah, that's how um, I felt about most drugs. But I, <clears throat> but I did have... Weed? Yeah. Like, you don't do it anymore, right? No, but I, like, I would say once every month or two months, I probably, like, you know, I, I crush a few edibles. I was going to say, I do edibles, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. V- not a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very little, though. Yeah. Very little. Like, I, I would say... My um, perfect ratio would be, like, four to one CBD, THC. I don't like, know. More TH, more CBD than THC. I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I don't necessarily like... You buy, like, government? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. I don't necessarily... Um, 
Like, how many milligrams? Shout out to actually, uh, what? How many milligrams? Uh, I usually try for 10 milligrams of CBD and, oh, okay. and 2.5 of THC. Okay, me too. Okay, yeah. Dude, Perfect. I was like, dude, I think it's 10 milligrams. Dude, 2.5, like, if I do, like, f- I did 5 milligrams, which, by the way, there's some people, like, there's some like 2,000 like, milligrams. What yeah. are you guys saying? <laughs> yeah, there's so at least little. one. There's at least, but, dude, I did, like, I want to say I did, I want to say I did 10 milligrams once. It might, it might have only been five, but either way, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. And I like literally woke up and I was like fully naked, just in my bed, like shivering, like just like, 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 like not having a seizure, but like basically <laughs> just like fucking like freezing cold. And, um, what the hell did I call? Um, call somebody, right? I called, I called one of my friends who, um, who had, who had recommended the edibles to me. Um, and, and I, what are you doing? I just want to, I had called one of my friends who had recommended them to me and I was like, dude, like I'm like dying right now. Yeah, Basically yeah. like I, I'm eating edibles. Like I know I'm not going to actually die. Like I'm, I know this will pass. It's just a wave, but like I'm actually in bed. I'm freezing fucking cold. And he's like, okay, well hold on. So like, like just walk me through this. Like, so where are you right now? I'm like, well, I'm in my bed. He's like, do you have blankets on? I'm like, no. He's like, well, what are you wearing? I'm like, I'm naked. He's like, he's like, well, like, like what's, he's like, what's the temperature in your room? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, is your window open? I'm like, yeah, it's open. He's like, dude, it's the middle of the winter. So it, like, it turns out that basically I was just sitting like ass naked on a, on top of like my bed with a window wide open in like December. Okay, so it's like no shit. I'm fucking cold. Right. So I, you know, I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to fix this. So I threw some clothes on, you know, I think I even took a hot shower. Totally fine afterwards. Enjoyed the experience. But like, that's what I mean by yeah. Your brain power is gone. Yo, no, totally. No, no one's home. No yeah, one's home. no one's home. That's crazy. Do you smoke? No, no, no. Never, I haven't tried. You've never done any drugs? Never, no. I've never tried any. So, we were talking about this today. You've never drank, you've never done drugs, you've never had sex. Never smoked, never vaped. Yeah. Dude, I feel like if I sneezed on Ammer, like, like something would happen. You know what I mean? Like, like if you, like, hit, hit, like, rubbed him the wrong way. I feel like something. Oh, sure no, my immunity is incredible. No, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean like Literally. that. Oh, <laughs> you do. Like if Amber like like brushed up again, you know, like, no, like no, Amber no. can't go to a rave or anything. No, no. <laughs> Fucking just Literally. skyrocket into. <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, I'm really fascinated by that because me like, too. Because you know, I know it's a part of your religion, but you also um, you you live in a part of the world where it's not as popular. Like if you were in Jordan, if you were still in Jordan, would this be very popular amongst your friend group at this stage of their lives? Uh, weed for sure. Weed for sure, no. For sure, yeah. For sure, yeah. not doing weed. And then maybe some, some What's people, the some stance? People will, some people will probably be having sex, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. But but way but Drinking, way no. way less than in way less than in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Uh, way less, yeah. But I saving. I kind of got a taste of it when I went back to Jordan. Some of the people there, like who you'd think are like the cool, like rich kids, would smoke weed. They would, yeah, yeah. They might have sex. I don't know. When did you go back? So like when I was in grade ten. Oh okay. So like four years after. How was the experience? It was surreal. I recognized everybody, but everybody was just elongated. Yeah. Just taller. Yeah. But like you recognize and and, and and dirty mustaches, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's crazy. It's like some of these people I haven't seen for like six years, and like some of the girls there, but like. The girls that used to make me nervous, like in front of them, you know, like some girls you just get when you were a kid. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You see them like six years later and it's like your brain doesn't know what to do. So it's like, oh, like we should be nervous right now. I'm like nervous. I'm like, what oh, interesting. I'm not even attracted to them anymore. 
Like, what's going to be happening? You know? That is so that was an interesting one. And Just, then, like, a gut reaction. And then and you're, like, right back in it. The, the kids that you thought were, like, mean, like, you're, like, hesitant nearby. It's, like, it's like every, everything re-triggers. Do you find that's the same with, like, family you haven't seen in a long time as well? Uh, no. But even for you, Austin? Like have you, do you have family members you haven't seen in a long time and then like when you see them it's almost like you just revert back to the same yeah, yeah. oh actually yeah my mom went to Jordan when I was in Texas and like I was just talking to her and she was like yeah, can you like turn on the video I'm like yeah yeah no problem and all of a sudden she just like puts on like a family member that I haven't seen in like 10 years 10 years and I'm just like whoa like this is crazy and then we just kind of pick up where we were yeah, no, no need for pleasantries. Like, yo, how you guys doing? You still got that chocolate fountain? Yeah, it's interesting. Over their house, they have like a chocolate fountain. Totally. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know that chocolate fountain? And it's like they're in the same. I haven't seen their house or their like front yard, but I know exactly where like she's standing. Yeah, no. Totally. I'm like, oh, you guys like having a party? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, celebrating mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah, I have aunts and uncles that I haven't seen in probably like ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and cousins too. Like, it's crazy. Like my family. Um, my dad has five siblings and his dad has 11 siblings and all of those 11, all of those 12 kids on average have it on average have over four kids. Yeah. yeah. So there's, yeah. so there's a, I don't even really know, but there's between 65 and 75 cousins so you at my level of generation. Yeah. yeah. So Same. I've done like, are you example, the oldest? No, no. I'm the oldest of my siblings, which I have one sibling, but I'm oldest. But I'm the second oldest in the immediate family. No, but yeah. But I, I've met like in these sixty-five to seventy-five people. I don't know their names. I don't know their first names or last names. Like I probably Do you know, know their situation. I probably know like twenty of them. Yeah, how many of them own businesses? Couldn't tell you. But that'd be, that'd be cool to like gather data on. Well, what I was gonna say is, I met one of my cousins. We were halfway through painting our house, and we realized we were cousins. No way. I'm not kidding. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, this is your last mm. name. And then she's like, yeah, like I, you know, originally from Chelsea. And I was like, huh? You know? And I was just like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. Super weird. Uh, one of, one of, one but, of my but, but picking up, that was, I have that feeling all the time when I connect with people, like, from my family. It's just like, you go right back to, like, what you think of them when you were three or something mm. or four. Yeah. You know what's interesting? One of my cousins, he's building the uh, Turo for Dubai. I don't know what Turo is. Like how you can rent a car. Like, oh, oh, that's it. Zero. He's building that. It's called U Rent, and he's building that in Dubai, wow. and it's crazy. And he's like, like, he's one of the developers. No, no, he's like the founder of that company. And he's U Rent. Like, yeah, yeah. And your cousin. And, and, so, and it's so, like a loss. So just to clarify, it's not it, the company's not owned by Turo. He's starting his own. Yeah. Okay. Like, because like, like, Turo doesn't exist there. His plans okay. to get acquired by Uber. That's his whole business plan. Hmm. And and he's raised so much money. He's got he's backed by the Dubai like some of the princes in Dubai. Oh, um, they raised like two hundred million dollars or something something like that. I don't yeah, know. it's interesting, right? But it's good. yeah, maybe it's in our blood, you know. Well, no, no, I yeah, no. I, what I was saying was interesting is that uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, so the like it ursery is not allowed in Islam, right? Ursery meaning that you, sounds you very can, familiar. Well, you can't loan out at interest. Uh, yeah, it depends. Depends. There's well, there's there's um, there's loopholes for everything, of yeah, course, yeah, in religion. Like there's always, <laughs> you know, yeah, some yeah. way around, right? Like I mean, no, there is though. No, I know, I know. Hold on, did I explain to you guys about how that's actually how Jews ended up being like the world's bankers for the most part? Like like that whole stereotype of Jews being like bankers, accountants, etc. Like that all started. That all started with a loophole. Yeah. 
I didn't tell you this? I didn't know that. Okay, no, it's, it's, it's a super simple story, it's, it, but it's so fantastic. Okay, so as a stereotype, Jews are sort of like seen as like bankers for the most part, wealthy business owners, etc. right? But like for the most part, there's kind of like seen as like a, like a Jewish banker is like such a stereotype, right? Sure, sure. Okay, well, the reason why the like as a whole, because that's a tr- it's, a, it's, a, it's a true stereotype though, okay? So the reason why that ended up actually happening is because during the Middle Ages, okay, uh, Christians, Ursary was not allowed. You're not allowed to loan out at interest. So they delegated that sin to the Jews. Yeah. Hmm. So all the Jews ended up being bankers because, because they, that was the loophole to lend money. Hundred percent. Wow. That's so how basically Christians were lending money. Yeah, dude. Lended money like, the, like the Rothschilds, the Warburgs, like all these like massive Jewish families all got started because of that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that, I mean, the Rothschilds in the, in the Warburgs came no way idea. after the fact, obviously. Yeah. Not that any, you know, there's, yeah. yeah the, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But uh, either way, um, what we're talking about. Yeah. So your cousin. Yeah. So it's like very interesting. His, First cousin? His, oh, yeah. But they can't loan money, though. So they, 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 so the Saudi government, they would buy, like, they, they, they're totally open to buying and like, funding lots of startups because they can't loan any money. Yeah. They have to just purchase equity. Like even like if you want to go buy a house, let's say in like Qatar, for example, mm. you can't get a loan to buy the house. So that's somewhat different than what we were talking about this morning, right? There is a little bit of performance factor in there because they, the government wants to see a return on their investment in terms of performance. Yeah, but if you think about it though, it's kind of clever because you know how, like, how yeah. we were talking about all the debt and credit? And, yeah. And, well, in some ways, the Middle East has kind of worked their way around yes, all that's that debt just, bubble. that's what I kind of saw there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So is this your first cousin? Yeah, he is. Yeah. His name is Omar. Omar Al-Ashi. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's crushing. Do you have a good relationship with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he like loves me because you know he sees me like run a painting business, and then I'm now taking this risk with this business here for a couple mm-hmm. of years, seeing where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like somebody else in the family who's trying to take that entrepreneurial approach. So you guys are kind he's, of the only. Two I think he's like in the. He's either 28, 29, something like that. So you guys are kind of the only two people in your family that have tried that stuff. Uh, well, there's my brother. Right. As well. Right. Zaid. Zaid, yeah, we're doing really good with student works. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah my, my dad and his uncles, like... Oh, your dad had the yeah. makeup business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make perfume. Um, so Omar's dad also... With your business. dad? Yeah. But it's funny because my mom's side... So, they're it's, all, so it's your dad's brother's son? Yeah. Omar. But my dad, like my mom's side, like, uh, like her brother's... Uh, one of them is a uh, CEO of an architectural firm. So usually they took like the corporate route and just like stuck it through and he became like the CEO of this firm. Mm. And her other brother is a uh, executive vice president at a bank in Jordan. And he just kind of stuck it through. He takes all his money, deploys it. And, in your, real and your mother's a pharmacist. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your mom's a pharmacist? She is, yeah. I did not know that. Like she's t- like, uh, she... I forgot the other term. She's one step before a pharmacist. She's taking her test. Nice. Good for like her. Very close. Very good very, for her. Very close. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. 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 Very soon. Very soon. So was she a pharmacist in Jordan and then couldn't be a pharmacist? Like she had to get a different accreditation. Yeah. You have to like restart when you come here. That's right? So but because insane. it's so hard. Dude, do you want to hear something crazy? To get the pharmacy license, you get only three shots at the test. And uh, she killed the first two because she just did them like when she came to Canada. First one. She like did it in a hurry. She thought it was going to be easy. Second one, she studied before she didn't do well. She has one last shot. So for the past like six months, she's been preparing, practicing, learning, studying. Her trip to Jordan was because she was so frazzled and under stress. Like she wanted to cool down. She hasn't seen her brothers in a while. And so this is a big 
point of anxiety for her because uh, she doesn't want to fail, right? And it's like, well, mom, it doesn't matter if you fail. Like, what matters is you try your best. Yeah. She puts a lot of pressure on herself. Like, oh, you guys are going to think of less of me as, as my kid. She actually says that to guys? Yeah, she, like, thinks, like, if she fails, like, we'll think less of her. And, like, no, no, mom, we'll think less of you if, like, you didn't even try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so just just study, like, just sit and actually do your best. That's all we can actually control for. Like, let's not try and control things we just don't know. Yeah. Like, you can do your best to study for the test, but if you get questions that you just, like, just whatever, like, perform, perform at your best. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And then, my you know, it's funny, because, like, me and my brother have this entrepreneurial bug from... My dad's side, because my dad's now like a real estate agent, he's trying to like, you know, build his way through there. And then... But your dad wasn't a real estate agent. Your, no, he wasn't. Dad. No, no, no. But he just like loves houses. And so stuff. did he plan on coming here with you guys, as his, like with his wife and kids, to pursue real estate? Or was that no, that just kind of just came up. Wow. Yeah, so when he, when he immigrated here, did he have a plan of what he was thinking of in terms of employment or income? Um, He probably does but my dad doesn't like to talk about plans and goals he just keeps it to himself and he just does what he thinks is best and when you ask him about it he's like yeah just don't worry you know i got my own thing so he very much oh, keeps to himself yeah so if you asked him like hey dad like what was your plan when you came to canada with us like he wouldn't even answer the question no he's like oh like i don't even look at it that way i just think like can we get to canada like because that's like such a ridiculous goal to, to even try and achieve right mm-hmm. like a lot of people try and fail and they don't have like the mental fortitude or the patience like my mom for example she lived with us for seven years while my dad would come and go like you know how that crazy that is your dad would have to come and go from jordan to canada yeah and then just like every now and then right because he had he has still had his business oh. so my mom is here with us raising oh. like three sorry I, I maybe i missed this part did he sell his business no. he, did, he did well but not to move here he had it for seven years yeah he sold, he sold the, the house that he built in jordan sold sold everything to kind of just have will you consider yourself a middle class family um yes okay middle class yeah okay yeah but if if something doesn't change quick like for like my parents situation we're probably gonna go like lower middle class right Does like like downsize your home yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but that's kind of where my me and my brothers come. Like, I kind of see it like you know, my parents kind of took a little risk on us so that we can flourish and and get yeah. some some ahead and like you know. So just out of curiosity, on a related subject, we don't have to get too specific necessarily. Mm-hmm. Just but just like on a high level. Do you think your parents are ready for retirement? Like not ready, no, like no, like no, financially. Zero chance. No. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, afraid. Like, same. Like my parents want to buy a house, and I'm like, if you buy a house, you're not gonna be able to pay it off, and then me, Zayd, and Sonata are gonna have to take on this debt, and we're just gonna be like. So like yeah. so you don't feel like so like how old are your parents roughly? Um, my mom's forty nine, and my dad is fifty seven. Okay, so 10 to 15 years, they have to be retired. Basically. They're going to be retired. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, but like, you know, maybe, you so, plus or minus, yeah, how gonna, about your parents? I'm going to correct myself. My dad has, like, my dad's yeah. kind of in a separate zone. His very unique situation. Very unique, now. yeah. 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 We'll, 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 like, uh, my mom uh, only started working once my dad had um, was unable to work because of his brain. But how old is so your mom? My mom only got started on her career uh, in her 30s. That's, yeah, how, how old is your mom now? Uh, 50. Two or fifty-three. Oh yeah, our mom's the same age. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She was, 
I want to say my mom was born. She's 53. She's 53. I think. April 14th, 1968. So that's I think my mom was 67 or 69. Yeah, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah, same age. Yeah. So like my mom is like, like she, she'll make it work. Like if yeah. she if, if she was willing to follow no, so my, my mom. yeah yeah like if my mom was willing to follow my advice as far as like hey like just kind of put this here put that there like not like trying to make gains but just how to get some Yo, it's yeah. actually insane because you yeah. have a wealthy grandparent yeah. that your parent yeah is kind of looking like they know there's inheritance coming of some sort yeah that's actually something similar with my not not all the same yeah. but like there is one like one of my actually my only remaining grandparent is like. Was a naval submarine captain who we have on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode ninety or ninety one, I think. Yeah, uh, T- Terry Jones. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's honestly an inspiration to have as a, as a grandfather. Total badass. Um, so he has a he's a former naval naval submarine captain, and he was in the he was a peacekeeper in the UN for five years. So um, he has two pensions, and he's you know just a, very smart with his money. And he has and his wife passed away, my grandmother, and he has two daughters. So I think you know all the all his assets are just going to get liquidated to them too. Yeah, and and like so that's like in a sense like that's my kind mom, of somewhat her retirement. I, I think plan. like it's kind of like written into my family's like everyone kind of sees the writing on the wall like that. That is my my mom's retirement plan. Right? Yeah, so my mom so, effectively is, as well. Yeah, that's crazy. All my grandparents died when I was eleven. All at the age of eleven, all within a year. When I was eleven years old, yeah. No, but like in a twelve month period, they all died, all four of them. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, from what? Me. Yeah. No, no, no idea. Four people died in your life, all grandparents. And you have and you like, within, like, one year. within like a two, two year, probably, I would say. Very close together. Like just all health complications and things? I actually just like don't remember and haven't asked yet. I okay, know, fair enough. Uh, it, I know it was like they were all cancer, older. heart attacks. Okay, okay, dementia, okay, okay. Yeah, aging. But yeah, what was the... So we're, we're kind of in death row now. Where I was going with that, I was like, we were talking about the, on the chill podcast, we are talking about balance sheets and things like yeah. that. I'm super fascinated to find out how the hell this, are the previous generation plans on retiring. Yeah. Right, because most of them have the all of their... previous generation plans on retiring? Is that yeah, like saying? our parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, because like most, like I, I find... Yeah. yeah, like our friends, fa- parents, like, you know, like I find most have some inheritance coming their way, but it's like, this weird game where it's like, you know, when's your family, you know, when, you know, when's your grandparents going to die. Right. Or most of their wealth is wrapped up in their home. But like, does no one see that as maybe an issue that everyone's going to have to sell their home all roughly around the same time? Yeah. Like who's, who's the buyers for those? Yeah. Definitely not millennials. Yeah. Like who's going to, like, like, like all these people that like think they have a retirement account that they're just going to like cash out. Right. Like, where's that coming from? Yeah. 10 years. That's kind of like... What are you going to do? Years. Borrow all that money and then and then your kids are just going to inherit a bunch of debt <laughs> against your house? Yeah. That's interesting. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have to accept inheritance? Can you deny it? Can you be like, nah, I'm good. I don't want it. How much money would you... Uh, like, you said that if something doesn't change in your parents' financial situation, they'll have to downsize... Um, well, we've kind of really downsized right now. Yeah. It's just like... We're just kind of like... They're just bleeding money. Yeah. Frankly. Your dad's just not like selling homes basically? No. No. I don't want to ask him about it. He's just like, he gives me like a really good like. But isn't it like the hot, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but isn't it like the hottest real estate market it is. period? It is, yeah. Like. Yeah, he, he just says that he just doesn't know anybody. And it's like mostly word of mouth. So, I know Miranda sold what, three houses? Or like bought and sold three houses? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, like, 
since she started, I would say, I think it's been about one a month of either buying or selling those. That's great. Yeah. How much did that word amount? All of it. All of it, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I like my dad. Uh, well, word of mouth to get the original leads, but I, apparently, like she was telling me, you get a lot of leads based off of people that reach out to you on a listing that sold. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. You're like, basically. You're gone, but look at this. Gone, yeah. Look at and I'll tell my my dad's kind of like in his own world, and he has his own like stories and like ways to look at the world, and it's like, well, dad, why don't you learn about online? It's like, yeah, but you know, he has like an answer. Online what? It's like online building an online presence so that okay. people go uh, dad, oh you mean for his real estate yeah yeah dad, dad why not you go door to door and he has like an, like an answer for that right so he's just kind of like his, he's doing he's doing his own thing and he's kind of just yeah. living off his own savings he's kind of like just paying like he, he, he like nobody's getting affected from his decision making except him at the moment in the moment yeah. in the moment yeah I listened to um, this uh, well I was, I was talking with someone he's just not open minded at all Hey guys, Austin here. Just wanted to check in mid-episode and thank you so much for your ongoing listenership and commitment to the podcast. We have some of the most enormously positive data with regards to how long our listeners listen to episodes for, meaning we can tell the vast majority of our listeners listen right from the first to the last second of the recording, which in the world of podcasting is just completely unheard of. So we wanted to just stop in here mid-episode and say thank you for being you. You guys are absolutely awesome. Because of this overwhelmingly positive data over the last two years, we decided it would be a great idea for both us and our listeners to launch a Patreon. A Patreon is essentially a platform that you can subscribe to to get more connected with myself, John and Ammer, and the podcast as a whole. So whether you're a massive fan of the podcast and want to get direct individual coaching from myself, Ammer, or John, or want to just have early access to episodes and chip in a few dollars a month to help us take this podcast to the next level, bring on more guests and provide more value. There are tiers that are built for you. I can guarantee it. If you wanted to look into Patreon, get more information about how you could gain more value through the podcast and really augment your listening experience, you can check out our link in our Instagram at the weekly call pod on Instagram, or simply press pause on this episode, go into the show notes, click the Patreon link and check out more details about the tiers we have available there. Thanks so much, guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listening to the weekly call podcast. Now back to the episode. Well, in those situations, do you find it difficult to just purely accept that? Uh, as, as the reality. Well, there's things that I can control. There's things I well, can't Well, that's exactly control. what I mean. So that's where I go. Yeah, I'm yeah, just like, yeah. oh shit. Like, yeah. You can't just do it. I'm just going to, yeah, worst case scenario, like, you know, another maybe six years and then, you know, there's going to be a little yeah. conversation to be had, right? Yeah. Like multiple times, like you would talk about budgeting and like financial statements. Like six months ago, I sat both my parents down and I just like looked at their bank accounts expenses. I'm like, yo, I don't know if you realize, like if something doesn't change from this moment on, all the money you've ever had in your life from your parents runs out in six years. Everything is gone. Everything. Like rent can't even be paid or something like that. So we put together a plan where now we're like- And you guys rent. Yeah, we rent. And it's like pretty, pretty, pretty affordable rent. So we put together a plan where me and my brothers are now like kind of financing some of my, our parents' situation. And the hope is like, okay, my mom, when she becomes a pharmacist, her income literally triples. Triples, right? 
assuming she finds a job. Right. So, so there's quite a bit of pressure. Yeah, so that's why the, the pressure's on her. But if that doesn't work, then it's like, okay, we're going to have to come up with another plan. And we already have like other plans kind of. You know, it's, I find it really interesting how rare the, what he's talking about is. It's like, not that rare. Fam- no, families working together like Oh, that. I think that the situation oh, yeah. itself. Yeah. It, it's pretty awesome. I would say like that one conversation where we're like, yo, dad, like we're actually like, you know, your bank account is draining by $60,000 a year. Like something's going to have to change. I would say like I had a truly remarkable story that like one of the operators I was coaching for the past two years, um, they were just like, their goal was to drastically change the financial situation for the parents. Wow. Big yeah. why. Big why. Oh, yeah, yeah, and like this operator, I would say is like, you know, not an operator that will, that will like, you know, it was never like top of the leaderboards, blow your socks off. They have a lot of, you know, they didn't have a, a linear pathway of running the business, right? Mm. But like, I would say if they didn't have that why, they may have quit. Like just because it was very hard for that person to run a business. And it was just like so motivating to see. But I was going to share earlier that and it, as a result, it was amazing. It was such an amazing experience coaching this person. It was just like you, you were able to... Like the ultimate why was just yeah such an no for sure flame. for sure for sure it's like there's no like for sure the excuses that are presented are just like not of the same mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not it's never about laziness it's never about you know anything. no I get that um okay so but what I was gonna say is I heard this really amazing I guess you could say saying that is helpful in terms of uh well it's mine. Oh, is it? In terms of like dealing with those, yeah, go ahead. Dealing with those situations because I think there's there's a lot of different people who we all have in our lives who, to a certain extent, matter a lot to us. Yeah. And and we might even be that person for someone else. By the way, we have to take it over. Oh, of course. Like we might be doing something that other people in our lives want done differently for them in our relationship. But nonetheless, like just taking the situation into account with, let's say, your father's real estate practice. You obviously love him to death, and you would possibly do things differently if you were in his exact shoes. Possibly. Oh, 100, yeah, 100, yeah, yeah. I just like. No, I know, yeah, but yeah. but there's a sentence that's like super. I don't necessarily think you need training on this. It sounds like you're very well. Like you're looking at it very constructively. Yeah, but here's the thing: when you when you're working with family, all blind spots go on, right? So yeah, I'm open to this. I appreciate the person you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I respect the effort you're making. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the other way. I respect the person you are and I appreciate the effort you're making. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So if, it's I, like, if I don't have that playing somewhat in my head, like maybe once in a while, it's just like resentment just kicks in. I've said that like three times in the podcast the past five weeks, but I think that actually makes a, yeah, a, big, change, a big difference. Because like, I've, I've done the I same respect thing the person you are and appreciate the effort you're making. I respect the person you are and I appreciate the effort. Do you respect your dad? I respect him a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because and I appreciate because the effort he's making. It's something and I wish he was more, more open minded. Because it's something similar. Do you actually appreciate of, the effort he's making? I appreciate it. Okay. I think he can do more, but I appreciate it. Okay. Does that make Yeah. Is that, is that in, like, is that a um, uh, contradiction? No. It's not. Well, it's, it's not a contradiction if you're not making him wrong for the lack of output or effort. I'm not. Okay. I just kind of like feel bad. Because, like, what if you did something to stimulate the demand just because you know you can? I thought about that. But he would about, take it as an insult. No, like he just. He wouldn't do it. Yeah, he's just happy like doing whatever he's doing. Right, you know? right, right. 
Yeah, so this is something similar with my my mother because uh, I would say the the biggest uh, I would say the biggest skills that I have in, in operating a business have been derived from the skills that my mother taught me, but she was executing them as a single parent. Mm. So it's like her ability to manage her time. Mm. Like she was working three jobs with two kids. Yeah. It's like I believe that me watching her manage her life and growing up. I was able to then go run a half million dollar business, coach eight people, do a master's degree. Mm. It's like, I see that as like a direct translation. Yeah. No, I've seen that before. I agree. But like, and there's many other examples of this. Dude, you and I are so fucking similar. I grew up a single mother too, yeah. right? Like four children. I know we talked, yeah. I think we're living in a, in a simulation. <laughs> John and I have had a few of these moments this weekend. Yeah, this like, week. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But mm. I've talked to my mom about like, she, my mom is extremely talented. I'm kind of look like this. Super organized. Okay, easy. There's a lot of photos where. <laughs> um, just kiss them. No. <laughs> Although we did determine that my head is su- su- substantially smaller. smaller. Yeah, substantially. But smaller. I said, but I don't think I think you have a small head and I have a big head. No, I think you. I think you're front heavy. I'm back heavy. Yeah. That's what we determined. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, I've talked to my mom like maybe five times in the past couple of years about starting a business of some sort of generating additional income because I think that it would radically change her life situation. Mm-hmm. And not because she's necessarily, it's the same as your dad, right? Like, they're not living a bad life. No, no, no. They're, you know. Oh, well. My mom as well. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and it's mom just like, hey, like, what do you want in the last 15 years of your life? And she's like, well, I want, I would love to do this. And it's like, well, okay, well, you know, we're willing to strategize a few things with her. And, like, she happened to buy a property that she currently lives in that she got extremely undervalued, which was great. She's put a bunch of her... She's done a bunch of like strategic rentals to it that drastically increased the value of the house. And, you know, there's a few different options you could do there to really generate some additional income off of that. Sweet, things like that. Oh my God. But the thing is for a long time, her partner had uh, another house or a condo in the city that was like five minutes from her office. I was just like, bro, like, you know. Move there, rent that out. Yeah. It would just be a cash cow. And it was just like, it's but, interesting how our parents, I don't know what you guys, but our parents, I mean, my mom's like kind of an OG that way, but only because my grandmother kind of taught her that stuff. Like, yeah. you know, but like, like, yeah, like this, like this. But whole, it's like, but, and then, but there's this thing about like child parents that's like easy, buddy. Yeah. Like that I, that I have a hard time breaking through. That's oh, like, yeah. I really, I'm doing this because I, I really care and love you and want to see you enjoy the last third of your life. You know? Yeah. But they're like staying in your own lane. Because they're like, I, I raised you and there's this sense, I don't know if it's ego, I don't know it what is. it is. It's 100% ego, it 100% ego. And if, 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 my, if my son came up to me and he was like, here's a recommendation, I it knew. would only be ego. If you know what's interesting now? No, but I don't think I would do that. Our parents though, I would, I would laugh and also want to engage and I would be like, yeah, but you should shit, this is to me. Yeah. And then I would want to know. No, but hear me out though, hear me out though. Like if my son came to me in something that I was not at all an expert in or you know let alone an expert but like if i had no knowledge in that space i would be pretty receptive if he was in that space like we're in the business realm like we're like that's what we're trying maybe to do you make an assumption what if you feel like you're an expert in something but maybe you're not no no i guarantee my mom does not think that she's like any sort of no but like he's saying about you like let's say what you No, i don't think i'm an expert I know I'm, I'm saying, but that's, I'm in that, no, I'm in that you space. you are an expert in certain things. And you're not, not really. I'm not an expert. Things. I wouldn't say I'm an expert in anything yet. I'm, 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 I'm certainly on my way to like mm. expertise, but I would say that I'm too young to have expertise. Yeah. I don't think I've acquired it yet. So if your son came up to you and said, you know, 
Um, like, let's see who's like a. Uh, or your child, like whether. You know, no, but like for example, like if my son was a landscaper, okay, and I had a yard, and he wanted to give me some advice about landscaping, which I know nothing about, I wouldn't be like, dude, slow your roll there. That'd be so. That, how is that? How is that anything but ego? I know, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, but let's say you know you've run a business, painting business now yeah. for what seven years. Yeah. And you're gonna do it for probably three more. Sure. Whatever. Ten years running a painting business. Let's say your son on his first year of running a painting business. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, dad, like, I'm gonna give you some advice on your painting business. Well, I, I mean, obviously everything's situational. Everything's everything in context, but he might have learned something because like think about like how many people would you be open to hearing what he wants to say of course okay well, let's see. think about think about uh things that rookies are learning now that i maybe didn't get to learn right away like or like things that i you know brushed off a long time ago like a good example of this was like when i was in my fourth year i remember i i, I think this is the first year i started using my client manual yeah, yeah. prior to that i was like dude no one uses that I was like, you don't need a client. Yeah, we went over this. Before. I know. I just oh. forgot that that was a thing. Dude, you and Corey would, would just, like, Corey could go off for an hour about all the things that I didn't used to do. When Corey listened to that podcast, yeah. how he happy cheered. was he? He cheered. Corey, Corey has a love-hate relationship with everything I learned because Corey absolutely- Wants you to do it and no, then no, no, someone no. else says it yeah, and, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's amazing. Corey, yeah, Corey, <laughs> Corey has definitely, everything I've like learned as far as business is concerned- You sound like our parents. Like, no, but as far as everything is concerned, as far as, um, but as far as everything is concerned, as, yeah, I mean, we're all humans, but, yeah. <laughs> but as far as um, everything is concerned, like, you know, running a painting business, Corey has probably said to me every little bit of detail I've learned, like, you know, all the things that I do really well first, but he didn't get credit, <laughs> you know, like, because I, like, someone oh, else was like, dude, yeah. you gotta do this, or, you know, like, the amount of times I said to Corey, dude, you, gotta, you know, he's like, he, although Corey's great at like not necessarily like he's not like he, he doesn't have much of an ego that way he doesn't he's not like that guy I told you so you know right yeah but I know Corey I can see the look in John's face right now he, it's pretty funny it, it, he, yeah. he loves you yeah yeah it's it's, it's pretty funny yeah yeah but nonetheless though I didn't use my client manual um, but if my son you know had learned something that I didn't know right uh, because I skipped that part of the training or whatever okay I would want to know that information pending it's the, it's the correct information yeah it is fascinating though. I, I don't know if there'll be, like we, we all have to keep in consideration that like we're so blind to generational impacts because we're in the one of the, we're in the second latest generation that's ability, that, that, that has the ability to walk the earth and, and, and work a job. Well, we're right? actually in different generations. You and I are in one generation. Uh, what year were you born? 96. Yeah, okay, so you and I are actually the youngest millennial you can be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then you're whatever is after. You're Gen Z. No, right? I'm not. I'm 98. He yeah. might be a millennial. He, no, he's not. 96 is the last year of millennials. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, oh, so 90, 97 is, is the cutoff. Not. Yeah, 96 is the cutoff. You're Gen Z then. 97, 98 it's, it's is a Gen different Gen Y, millennial, Gen Z. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, then, and then after Gen Z was... I, I, I literally don't know the generations. Well, yeah. I think... I know starting in 2017, it's now Gen C. Gen COVID, COVID generation is now actually a term. Oh, yeah, that's the baby boomers are our parents, right? Yeah, I think it goes baby boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, millennial, Gen Z, Gen C. Or no, or no, I think our grandparents would have been the baby boomers. No. Because post-war kids uh, are the baby yes, boomers? Yes, but, yeah. but like, for example... That's when everyone's having sex and having babies. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. like my grandfather was born in, the, in 39 
and then the four, like thirties and forties. I'm talking fifties and sixties. Yeah, that's pretty boomer. Yeah, so that oh yeah, so like their parents, yeah. Yeah, our parents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like my mom, I don't think I think my mom is Gen X and my dad is Gen Y. Or sorry, my dad is my mom is Gen X and my dad is a baby boomer. Mm. You know, when you guys are thinking about building long-term wealth, you guys take into consideration maybe like one of your sisters calling you down the line and asking for a hundred thousand dollars or something. Well, yeah, I don't. I actually thought that's what you were originally going to ask earlier about, about what, what? what we would lend money. Yeah, like well, yeah. about what? About about the willingness to lend money. When? I just was saying earlier. It sounded like you were going. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah sorry, yeah, okay. Um, I don't personally. Um, I do. Yeah. 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 I've already, you know, like. I don't think my sisters will need me. I don't think my sisters will, will need that. Me neither. I don't yeah. think my sister will need me either. Well, what my if your mom just hits you up and she's like, yo, John? My mom won't need me either. Like, I strongly believe that my sister and my mother could run better businesses than me. Mm. Oh, like, like, they're very talented people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My mom's pretty. My, my mom, I think. Could run a really good business. Yeah. My mom does actually. I mean, she runs a. She's a property manager. She runs a great little gig. I know. She's really efficient. Yeah. Family man. But I do think of that from. But it's not just about siblings, right? The yeah. people that I truly Family, care cousins, about. Friends. Close friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. I'm though actually, I'll say that on, on Trisha's side, though, hundred percent think about that all the time. What do you mean on like Trisha's side? Trisha's side of the family. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, like, I mean, like, is, 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 is assuming that Trish and I are a unit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, her mom effectively has zero retirement. Yeah. Yeah, effectively zero retirement. And her, I mean, her family is, like, I would say, you know, definitely, I would, I would consider them, like, poor. Yeah. Oof. Like, like yeah. rich in character, rich in, you know, faith and mm. excellent people. You know, like, the best people yeah. to hang around with. You know, I would love hanging out with them. But financially, distraught. Has there yeah. ever been a part of your life that, whether you, you were growing up in Jordan or moving to Toronto or now or whatever, that like you were on the uh, like brink of lower class to poverty, or were you always no, no, no. okay? Interesting. No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but entropy slowly like eroding. Okay. Our well, family's wealth. Well, same same with it's ours too. That you brought out entropy. I think that's it's just entropy, entropy and erosion and inflation and lack of productivity it's just like like me taking a risk on this business like that's why I have to kind of start to draw is the that arbitrary where, like when we were talking about that last night a lot of the stress and pressure I have really is just from this really dude okay I've always wondered this and this is wow. on the same subject I just realized that now I don't know why I didn't piece that together yeah did you feel like you had to kind of like swing for the fences like does that resonate you with you that many times yeah yeah Mm, interesting man well yeah but think about this john you and i don't have the 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 we weren't wired in a way that like we didn't grow up in canada and then our parents sacrificed a lot to move us to a country that's better it's like how would you possibly well okay the only thing though is i will say like and i think you might relate to this as well this as well is that i my mom sacrificed so much, and I'm sure yours did too, oh, as a single mother. Yeah. I mean, every mother sacrificed some degree, yeah, but yeah. I mean, single mothers, yeah. dude. Yeah. So I definitely feel a, like a, a strong why for me is like not wanting to like make that sacrifice, you know, nil. Like I want to make sure that like, you know, like 100%. my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so even though, you know, I don't have like a, the, you know, boat, you know, got the last boat off the country kind of story. I definitely feel 
like a commitment to yeah like, you know earning money it's crazy my, my mom was actually telling this to me the other day she's like oh my god like because uh, i just i just got my master's degree this week and she was like this is insane. I'm so proud of you. You and you and your sister are both doing so well. Cause my sister just got like a permanent great job as well. Like recently. Excellent. And I was like, I was like, yeah, we are. And, and that's because of you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, it's not. You guys are great. Well, like, the oppor- I was like, but I was like, the opportunity is because of her. No. Uh, yeah. And I truly believe that because we had her as a parent, mm, I see actually, I, I could see that. Yeah. That it was like, Lessons learned and things like that. Yeah. The nurturing. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You know, she, she was essentially, she essentially had no life for seven years. Mm -hmm. Like, and when I mean no life, she was working probably 16 hours a day and she was, and she was adding to her personal debt as she did that. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you get up and work three jobs every day? And not make money. And and lose money. It's kind of like that example of like, like, dude, in, how do you do that for? It's because you have kids. Well, okay, so this is what. Okay, so this is this is back to what I was gonna ask you. So, for me, it's like because you know how you were talking like so. This conversation we had off uh, last night at a jazz bar, which was a super weird experience, but nonetheless, you were saying that. Um, I totally lost my train of thought there. Um, fuck. Swinging. Your your parents making into, making you the person. Okay, well I'll go off the swing for the fences, right? Like so. Oh yeah, no, you hate you hated running your painting business. That's where I was gonna go. Yeah, you like you like I was so burnt out. There's no chance I could do it, right? I was very burnt. Okay, fine, but you mean after the two years? Yes. Yeah. Or and the and thing I throws me off. I don't know how to fit that and. <laughs> Did you teach him this? You know, just so all of our listeners, like, it bugs the shit out of me because, like, I now, like, I have, like, this, like, negative association with the word but. It does have a negative connotation. However, I can't figure out, like, it doesn't doesn't always make sense. Try right now. Okay, you wanted to, okay, damn it, it's going to (laughs) work. I think it's going to work. Okay, you you say you're purred out and, (laughs) it totally works. It damn it works. And, okay. What I don't understand is fine, but you were only like, like maybe two more years. Like, I mean, like you were two more years away from just setting yourself up for the rest of your life, basically. You don't believe so. I don't believe that at all. Because because you felt like you weren't gonna be able to perform? No way, yeah. Dude, doing another year. But 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 yeah. did but did the burnout not translate? But did the burnout not sort of somewhat translate into your into your current business? Like, I mean, like, it seems like one of the things that you've been talking about so much is the fact that you uh, haven't been putting in the right amount of effort. That there's been an effort in a qual- like, or Just this year, I think, is what you said. Mm, no, I think it was last year, too. Oh, okay. Like, like, you, was, like, you, like you, you weren't focusing on the inputs. You were trying to focus on, like, working the minimum, the, wor- the least amount, right? But, like, does that not, do you not think that some of that maybe carried over from the painting? Like, maybe. I don't know. I can't answer that. Maybe. Like, it seems like you didn't address that. All I'm saying is like, was there any part of you that like did the math and was like, dude, if I just do two more years or three more years of this and just perform it at even a reasonable I did, I did, level. I did, I did, I did, I did. Cause like, that's where my head's at with it. No, I did. I did do the math. Like that's, I think that's where your head's kind of at too. I could not fathom, could not fathom another year in Stormworks. But that blows my mind though. I mean, people survived not. the Holocaust for three years. Like you don't think you could just push? Maybe I was weak. Maybe. I just knew the facts and, and I truly, yeah. this is, I'm fresh out of ILP, my best year ever. I truly felt like I had the right tools and people around me 
to make that decision. Yeah. And the decision that I chose to make was one not in, around money. And it's not one about building. Well, money. no, but it was kind of though, wasn't it? If it was, I would have stayed with Studio because it was just about the money. The money was there. It no, was, no, no, but uh, no, but come on. I mean, a little bit though, because I mean, you did come on. There's and- definitely money involved, but the main reason I wanted to do this, yeah. I, I, I just got sold by the 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 idea that Gary V kind of really implanted in my head when I was like young, like 17, which is like, go out and do that thing that you've always wanted to do. And the whole I point that I even signed up to Studio you can ask like, you know, I get, I get, I, I, yeah, I, I trust you, I trust you. Yeah, yeah, but the whole reason is like because I wanted to make money to run my own business that I could call my own thing. Like the reason I admired Chris Thompson so much till this day, yeah, it's like he took this business and made it his own. And it's like I just want something of my own. Like I just want that. I want to totally. I want to build. Yeah. Did you not feel that you could do that and just set yourself up? Like that's the part that blows my mind because I think, in my opinion, okay. Student works, like I mean, any, I mean any franchise really, but like student yeah. works in particular. Just well, student works in particular because yeah, there's no startup cost. Yeah, yeah, there's no startup cost. I mean, they basically loan you with so much money. Oh in, in a lot. I mean, they don't actually write a loan. So if it's actually insane when you think about. But it. point being, I, in my opinion, anyone that legitimately starts the business at eighteen, okay, or nineteen, you know, before twenty, okay, and earnestly puts their mind to it and says, "Look, I'm actually just gonna fucking." get my shit together and do this, right? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus, right? They listen to the weekly call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they join the weekly ballers. <laughs> okay. They, no, but hold on. But they follow. This is the longest ad ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, no, but hold on. They follow the systems. They actually listen to their coaches. You know, like all the things, like, like it's all the things that are just so fucking obvious, right? It's like if you see them all inclusive, yeah. just eat the damn food there, you know, enjoy yeah. the pool, right? Okay. And you did that for, I mean, seven would be, you know, seven years for sure. But if you actually started from the beginning with the mindset of I'm doing this to set myself up. Yes, I would have. I, I, I guarantee I'm very, I'm very confident that effectively the average person, okay, you don't even have to be above average. The average person could walk away from their student works experience if they, if they said, okay, it's a five-year journey. They could walk away with, with enough money to effectively be set up for the rest of their life. Effectively set up. Yeah. I disagree. Five years, I disagree. For the rest of their life? I, I, no, I, I say when I say effectively, I'm not saying that they would never have to work again. Oh, no, no, no like, I'm not I, talking I, about never. Okay, having, okay. I'm not talking about never having specify, to work again. No, no, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll specify. Like for me, like I did five years. I did four years of operating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I earned enough and have enough in savings that I was I, able to go yes. to the X thing and have yeah. X. Yeah, I like just, just maybe I, I never actually ever told you guys, yeah. but when I signed up for StudentWorks, I made yeah. it clear I'm only doing this for one oh, year. Amber, hey, but the point, John, we're not making this about you though well you were but i was no i was that next point i wasn't okay okay yeah no well the next point makes total sense because okay. the context i entered student works was not the context you just explained yeah which this is why i got value from that is what i'm saying mm, okay yeah you said like a lot, like if somebody joined student works saying oh i'm gonna like work here for five years maybe six years and i'm gonna walk yeah i suppose there's a lens that i'm wearing yeah, but, yeah the, okay. but the but the my context was i'm coming in for maximum one year I want to make like enough money so that I can run my own business, live my own my own. No, I get it. I get it. Years. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So that's kind yeah. of where I'm at, and it's a boy's like I'll be. Honest, I'm just scared. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Yeah. And I sometimes doubt if I made the right decision, 
and you know, looking at your guys' results, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have just stuck it out. Maybe yeah, but it, but it's also the reverse too. I mean, there's a part of me that always thinks like I could have been like a tech entrepreneur or something like that. I could have been, you know, I could have yeah. had some billion dollar company. You know, the, the, there's always. Oh, I guess I never even thought. Of there's that. always the reverse. Yeah, right? what do you, but what do you think about this? What if thinking? Huh? To what me, do it, it doesn't seem productive. No, it's just like this. Like, but I'm just like I'm just sharing. Yeah, no, these I get things it. pop up and then I tuck them away. It's yeah. Like, okay, well, it's not productive. Let's just but it definitely eats time. away at you. I, I would say. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Of okay. course. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it definitely seems to be like you know like some like rust on the on the car. Oh, 100 percent. It's yeah. just something I have to deal. So with. when you <clears throat> let's say when you have these thoughts, what percentage of it is rooted in ego? Versus what percentage of it is rooted in a comparison to John and I versus what percentage is compared to the uh, desire to provide for your parents and family? What was the first one? Ego, Ego. John and I, parents. Ego. Uh, I'm at the point with my business. I really don't think I'm doing it for ego. And and, and I no, know. No, 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 no. Just the feeling of insecurity around. Oh, the insecure. Oh, it's like, oh. Um, insecurity around. Business performance. Hmm. Yeah. Um, great question. I think it would be. Well, here's one way of... Hold on, one thing. Uh, I, I wouldn't actually say ego, just like a fear of like, oh <laughs> shit, like did I get lucky for two years in student works? And is this, is this it? Like, is this the real me? Am I just going to fail from business to business? That's like, the, that's the thought that pops up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, like if I go back to I definitely work, wouldn't say there was luck, much luck involved. Okay, so, in, you know. okay. yeah, Amber, do you, how often so, so do you the, find the, asking yourself the question, was this a one-off luck thing? Is that a big source of questioning? No, it's not luck. It's not, here's what I mean by the luck, which is did I have the right combination of environment, uh, motivation, people, and circumstance to to have me put the effort and focus? I think you did. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but, but like how much of that was luck? Like, can I recreate that? Yes. Like, let's say, let's say, like you know, we we passed this year. This business doesn't generate any profit. There's a decision that has to be made. Amber, let me let me let me raise you a situation here. I get what you're saying, and what would you recommend that I do? If over the next two years of going to Rydell, I just eat a bag of shit. I just don't do well at all. Like almost to the point where it's negatively, well, of course it can negatively impact me, but like. Okay. He does like 400,000, you know, over the course of two years. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, essentially it's, it's I'm doing volunteer work. I'm walking around doing. Yeah. 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 Well, then, then I'm curious, like what's going on. No, but well, yeah, I, I, but I know you would do that automatically. Okay, I'm saying, so what would you, that. what would you be thinking is present for me? As, as like put me in put oh that that you've created like balance yeah like what do you think I'm thinking that you're beating yourself up that's what you think I'm thinking yeah if you've gone through those two yeah. years I'm like yeah, just stop beating yourself up like okay. whatever happened happened I would and maybe I would be that way because I haven't experienced that yet but like I would this version of myself right now yeah. would want that version of myself to just look at my experience with student works and my experience with with roofing. Or with Rydell and just be like, what did I have here that didn't get translated over here? Because yeah. I knew this worked, yeah. clearly. Yeah. What happened here? Like, what are some of the variables that actually didn't get caught? Yeah. I think that's a lot more of a useful way to look at it as opposed I did. to, okay, but, but you're looking at it as like, what if it was only this environment and motivation and people and, and, and community and, and systems? And what if I can't recreate that? Well, I think that the model you chose to go into, yeah, somewhat of that's going to be uncreatable because it's completely it's other things. Place, yeah. But I think that if you you know, and I think we all know, okay, if you decided, <clears throat> if, if your parents tomorrow said, Amber, like, we for some reason just went 
And we thought it was an amazing idea to empty our bank accounts, oh, walk over to the casino, and put it all on red. Oh my god! So and they lost anxiety. all their money. Oh, that's so much anxiety! Don't okay. Even talk and they that. went, Amber, we are gonna, we're, we're essentially gonna be homeless in six months. I would have one hundred percent confidence that you would be able to go start a business within two weeks and start making it cash flow positive. No doubt in my mind. If that happened, I would, I would run a painting business full time yeah. or part time buildings consulting business but i don't but like here's the thing though dude to get that cash i would i would strongly recommend you ditch this whole idea of the what if thing and and yeah i know i know no no but i mean but i know you know but i'm just saying that i can see it like like festering and like breaking through other areas of your life like no but only because of the conversation that we had yesterday Okay. That, 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 and I think it's good for me. To yeah, ask yeah, yeah. Questions. No, I'm, yeah. Of course. It's not bad. You know, if I'm if I'm not co- constantly questioning these things, then, uh, dude, you know how scary it is for me to have the idea that uh, the reason I'm so introspective, and the reason I'm so like to surround myself with people like you guys, especially someone like John, who just like, and the reason I ask John very <laughs> tough questions that he himself would even before he would answer them be like, I'm not the right guy to answer mm-hmm. these questions, mm-hmm. is because. I have to, I have to, I, I want to never ever live my life willfully blind or in automation mode where ego or irrationality drives my actions. Yeah. So when things like this happen, it's like, it's good to ask these questions, right? And then it's like, come to a conclusion, put together a plan, take it. Okay. So the transition from student works into what you're currently doing, the consulting. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much of that do you think was based in ego? Transition? Well, yeah, the decision to leave. Oh, the decision to leave. Yeah. How much that was based and, and, and specifically go into consulting. Okay, like that's an important aspect. It's not, it's not just to leave, but it's to go into consulting. Okay, specifically, you know, your... <laughs> yeah, to go to, so your answer is how much ego is involved to specifically go into consulting. Well... To leave was, was like, I did the, like, I just looked at the math and my goals, very little ego. To go into consulting, not much ego either because I included Patrick in the deal and was willing to 100%, which is the point of kind of getting to, is maybe have him become now the face of the company, test what that would look like, include him more into the ad copy. I don't think we need to get... I, I actually truly believe this isn't an ego problem. Truly. I don't think Amr has uh, has ego making his decisions for him. I don't know, man. Like, I... Um... Like what are the signals? Yeah, yeah. Signal versus okay, like here's like just like the. Th- I view he, a guy that doesn't actually see the worth that he's provided to not only us but also. I s- I think and also yeah. can't seem yeah. to re like realize how yeah the ability that you possess is something that you can just decide to go back into. Like, well, it's as simple as a decision. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know the whole? Like, I want you to know that. Do you remember that thing of like you know you burn your mouth on the coffee and you blow in the yogurt? Yeah, think about how many people have that ability to, to, to say that though. Like how many people yeah. in the world can say mid, like mid conversation making more money is a choice? Like yeah, in the middle of this conversation, well, we're, we're, it, we it, are it, thinking that's the case, but okay, like it's. I believe that. I believe so as well. Yeah, mid-convers- but we could be wrong. Yeah, mid conversation, I actually realized, which is like okay. kind of calmed me down a bit, okay. which is like. If I honestly just want to make a hundred thousand dollars in twenty twenty two, yes, I hundred percent. I know you can. Like, yeah. yeah, so like that's not even like a, but I just want to have my own business that makes a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. That's not that does not include production. I get that. Clients and employees. Well, if you're gonna go, to, if you're gonna have a nice big old Christmas list, you know, you're not gonna get everything on it, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, yeah for sure, list. for sure. Yeah, but, but I want to try. 
Yes. But I, and I'm saying, I think, I think the point that John and I are struggling to communicate to you over this weekend is that I think you should continue to try for that perf- perfect business model that, yes, you, yes. that you love existing in yeah. and love managing and growing. But I need to draw the line somewhere. Well, draw the line and also consider the fact that you being in a business where you do take on roles and responsibilities that you don't like and that you find painful is, I believe, not only necessary, but going to make you a better leader in terms of areas to get you to the spot faster where you can be the person who owns the business not doing the things. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was a super long way know. of saying And that. I know the exact thing in my business that is that, which is doing like a more done with you service that requires more of my yeah. time. Where like I would just coach you for like yeah. you know one on one, and I can charge for that like maybe a pretty reasonable rate and start making some pretty good money. But I just want to avoid that for now. Because I look at someone like Patrick, okay, because he's invested with you in this and your business. Yeah. I, I call him the business octopus for a reason. I love Leviathan. Like, yeah. Because he's got like six or I think he actually has. I told him I think he needs to get. Uh, like I think he needs to get like a couple more arms. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that I think his time is actually I think his resource is actually time, meaning he's almost too involved. Uh, oh, the zoom. Failed, the zoom but died, but the audio is going. Okay. Yeah, we got the bass going, but yeah, it's yeah. fine. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, we're just gonna try and reconnect here, but no, it's whatever, um, whatever. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're saying, yeah, yeah Patrick, we, good thing we're recording thing. locally. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the 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 question is, Pat is clearly willing to forego the opportunity cost of his time spent elsewhere in his life to grow these amazing parts of his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spends a Which, lot of time with trade art, too. It's well, I also think he, he... Yeah. Like, I think the only difference... Because I think you and Patrick are two of the most talented people I know in terms of uh, at least my short tenure in business ownership. I think one of the biggest differences is simply the willingness to do stuff that you don't necessarily like doing in growth roles of business. So like, for example, Pat is working with you on a weekly basis to grow trade art. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that certain weeks, I, I think that if Pat was in your shoes, he would be doing what you need to do in order to grow trade out faster. I asked him that question oh, okay. two weeks ago, which is like, if you're like, like, and he would like, I would run YouTube ads. And I was like, a, strongly against running YouTube ads because I feel like it would take away my focus from perfecting Facebook ads. But his, his approach is like, just try different marketing methods, find ones that work and then stick to them. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to iterate and learn all these. So I'm, that's why we're going to start launching YouTube ads. I'm just going to do what Patrick says. Well, one thing I find interesting is that you're like your only form of advertising. I mean, of course, it's every, only Facebook ads. Yeah, that, that, that has been a critical error. That is what I find. Yeah, it seems to be like one. Business. Yeah, like one one peg. Because like one of the things they teach you in StudentWorks is have multiple sources. Oh, I, of, know, yeah. I know, and I even tell that to my customers too. It's yeah. crazy. I was yeah. laughing at that when I was in Austin because I had that. Because like, I, I don't really. For me, Facebook advertising has been disastrous as well. Oh, no, I, no. It's it's literally just been me. Like, Patrick said like, it's been like lighting money on fire. Yeah, it's, it's, paid advertising on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, effective. I, to be honest, yeah, it's it's been disastrous. Whereas Google has been great. You know, obviously door knocking's always you know cold calling's always been effective. But. You, you know what? I've been thinking about this last night before I went to bed, and this is what it really comes down to. And you guys tell me if you like this idea. Mm. 
I think it just comes down to this. Putting together a good plan for my business and taking action. And then... Well, I mean, that's I mean, always what it's been. Uh, I mean, at some point in time, you either have to, one, say, look at, you know what? Like, the amount of effort I have to put into this business is not worth the results, as in it's a bad business model, okay? Right, yeah. Like, for example, if someone decides they're going to start a pet rock business, okay, it doesn't matter how hard they work, it's probably not going to work yeah, out, got, okay? Got. So, like, there is, there is such thing as unfavorable business models true okay or you just haven't cracked the code which is possible but there is also just unfavorable business models Got, not that yeah. i'm saying yours is unfavorable per se you know no, i understand that. for yeah. making money yeah but i feel like and tell me if i'm wrong about this but i feel like there's just enough talking about my business mm-hmm. just like enough like we got 2022. I got a full year. I actually know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It seems that like you could Let's just review it. To me, that's where the that's where like I see that ego still there. Like the, the, the to not talk about the business. No, 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 no. The fact that well, that I'm confident that I can swing it back. No, the fact that you have really realistically just been talking about the business, right? Like to me, like the signal. Okay, like that. The, the, I'm like something. You know, there's something to miss there. Like, like, like we talked about. Um, like the Instagram bio, right? With the real estate investor sure. and whatnot, like entrepreneur. Like I see a lot of that is just the, like that, that, that part of that culture that I'm talking about that I think is just driven by ego. Like the, like wanting people to see you a certain way, right? Like that's like the Lambo, the Lambo yeah. thing. That's the I8. I mean, obviously you didn't do the I8, but Jesus you know, the thought so of the I8, oh, can you imagine that, right? No, no, no. Um, oh my God, dude, don't even. But also, but but even think about the way that you viewed the half a million that you did do. Yeah. So can I can I actually explain some of these things? Okay. Yeah. Like in my defense, like when you say something, like that, the reason my bio is the way it's bio is is based is strictly because of what I've heard other people liked to do and desired in their businesses when they're on the phone with me, and because I do have Facebook retargeting that includes Instagram ads just for the retargeting, not even warm retargeting hot retargeting these are people that are made it to the end of the funnel and still haven't scheduled a call my my instagram page will it acts as a landing page when they see these ads if they're investigating Recording in and, progress and i want to show the the right job notes to put them in that right mental space does that make sense i saw you i don't know if you were listening to no i was i was um do you think i'm like i'm just deceiving myself yeah well yeah well, if I'm telling you that it's not ego and then I... The to, to, to me, like, I to me, like, I, 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 like, but now take a mind... my Instagram thing? So I take a mind, show. though, I that... I don't think it has to do with your Instagram, man. No, no, but, but here's the discrepancy is I'm telling John that what, the one reason I'm doing something and then he believes I'm self-deceiving myself. Yeah, but, but, but like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just too stuck in my ways of, you know, and, and this is where maybe where I'm behind the times, right? You know, my stance on social media at all you know, as a whole is already pretty pessimistic. So, you know, there, there's obviously a clear okay, bias. There's, yeah, there's yeah. clearly a bias sure. here. So, you know, assess that, you know, however you may. But um, to me, it's this, it's this, you know, in general, not even just you, but just in general, okay, this, we, everyone's just wanting to appear a certain way. They want to craft that that image perfectly, right? And everyone has these justifications for it, right? I mean, the biggest justification for social media and like, this like kind of facade entrepreneurship that's kind of going on right now is that you can get away with it because you can appear successful. You can get all of the recognition. You can have all the conversations. You can have the phone calls. You can have, you know, like yeah, people calling it. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can I'm have all of that just by having a certain thing. But like, 
what happened to the good old days where you actually just fucking closed yourself in a room and actually just worked? Not, I'm not talking about you specifically, sure. but just went to work. Like when, yeah. like, and this has been the thing that I've been like kind of a stickler on for a while now. Like what, like what is with this whole wanting to be? Yeah, man, but I gotta be honest. Every time like you, cause you always comment on this industry. Yeah. After I try to like say something about my business. Yeah. And then you say, it's not necessarily about you. That just seems like nothing. It feels like it's almost impossible, impossible to not at least connect some of these things unconsciously in your mind. Well, but or like just to clarify, just to clarify, I am including you in what I'm talking about, but I'm not specifically mentioning because like, sometimes I say things that are vague that don't, that don't necessarily that you yeah, don't yeah. get encompassed in. Yeah. Yeah, but then well, what's so productive about mentioning the stuff that's bad? Because I can mention about painting businesses that yeah. just never fulfill their promise or water the paint or whatever. I know. Yeah, yeah. Paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, just like, why is that productive in our conversation? I'm not really sure what you're asking me to be honest. Yeah, so like, you're, the the main linchpin of this tree that we jumped out of, the main point was around my Instagram bio, and and you. Well, that right? was an example of what I was. That was that was one of, of those, ego. Yes. Correct. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I'm saying to you is, I actually don't care what the words on there say. What I'm doing is maximizing the the social credit that I barely have. So that I can get people to click on the link below my bio. So they go back to the landing page and schedule a call with me. Yeah. And I'm saying I find that disingenuine. Disingen- so what can I say then on there? Nothing? Just put a link? Yeah. No, 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 no. Please, 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 yeah. please. What, what well, maybe, the- maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but, but yeah. what else do I put on? I, mean, I guess I'm just confused on like the, the point. I guess if I'm hyper... Um, if I- if I'm hyper trying to avoid ego, yeah, like what's the point of that? If I know I'm not doing it for ego, but it can appear egotistical, like how much of that can I possibly do until it's like bad for the business? Repeat that again. If all I'm doing is looking over my entire Facebook ads, website, my Instagram page, yeah. trying to remove ego, grandiosity, and everything that's synonymous with that, mm-hmm. just for the sake of not having that, Mm-hmm. what's the point if I already know, like I'm not, I don't actually care what the words say. I'm just simply optimizing for the click. And I don't have to necessarily even have my, I mean, I, 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 I mean, you know, this could get really intense really quick, but I would even go as far as to say that a lot of, and, and again, this is like, I'm going to say your industry as a whole. I think that so much of that industry is wrapped up in ego. It's kind of like, and there is some of that to some degree, but it's kind of like when you get a bit like a, a giant billboard and the guy insists on putting his face up there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that to me is like, so, okay. So just, just no filter. Yeah. When you look yeah. at this, just say the words that come to your mind when you look at this, like imagine you just saw a Facebook ad of an ad that you already clicked on that you found interesting. Yeah. Amor, I, I think that a lot of this is like, like, if, like if I didn't know you and I looked at this, but, but you do know, I, you've seen my ads. Yeah. You, you've actually given me your phone number, first name and email because you were interested and piqued your curiosity about this. You're not coming into this cold. This is the whole point I'm making. Nobody just stumbles cold on my Instagram page. It's hot retargeting. Meaning you've watched a 27 minute video. You've given me your first name, phone number and email. I'll be honest, this may just be me being super naive when it comes to, when it comes to online marketing. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, so it's like you're like, so, okay. I'm not like, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your fucking job. 
no, no, so, no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, the word fucking would made it sound more aggressive. No, 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 um, no, no. I mean, like, I so, no, but I all I'm that. saying is that when I see this, like, if this wasn't you and this just said, like, some other dude's but name. But how'd you get there, though? Because that, that constant, if you're just looking at this because of what? Because you downloaded an Instagram, because this person followed you, this is so important the context you're just going to be. Look at, I mean, this is, like, I, I, I'm going to risk offending you. No, because you're, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to make sure, though, okay? No, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, okay. If someone passed, like, I, I don't know how the hell I'd get here, to be honest. I don't know how John would end up on this guy's page. I, so, I really don't. Because okay. I'm not, I don't interact Very in... Th- important context. I don't interact in things that typically would get me to this page. Okay? Yeah. Let's but, say you're, like, having but, a but hold on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Guy. I would, I would, like, you know, I, I would, it. I would think it was fake. This was, which is fake? What is fake? I'm super skeptical. Maybe I'm too skeptical. But that's good. Okay? Most of my industry is skeptical. Yeah, yeah. But good. the moment that I see someone listing real estate investor, consultant, contractor, all that kind of stuff, I just like on their Instagram page, I, I just find Instagram so fake as a, as a whole Got it. that my my instant fit, like the lens that I'm looking through this on is probably bullshit. Got it. Okay. Okay. Probably so you're, bullshit. You already have that lens. But dude, because I've met so many fucking people. Okay. And there's so much discrepancies between the online world. Like, when I look at this. I say, what's the rest of the story? That's why I don't bother with this shit. So, like so when I look at yeah. Instagram, like this doesn't tell me anything about yeah, anything. This is, this is a snapshot, real estate investor. What the fuck does that mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many people that will put shit that doesn't mean anything. So this has no intrinsic value to me. Okay, this has zero weight. Like me seeing this means nothing to me, right? It doesn't matter whose name that is. Like zero intrinsic value. I want to see actual salt on the table. I understand you so well right now. Yeah. Perfect. Like just this has no intrinsic value in, in the way that I assess whether someone's worth their salt. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And I think that's how it should be. And that's why my little, a very, very thick like Charlie Munger, <laughs> you know, glasses, yeah. lens that I wear when I, when I view the online world, like that kind of stuff is I think it's fake. I really think most of it's fake. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it's going to get exposed. That's, that's my honest opinion. Yeah. The, the people who yeah. say stuff that's not true. Now in saying that though. The people that aren't actually fake and the people that actually are genuine have nothing to fear about because all those dead leaves will blow off the tree anyways. Yeah. 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 I've actually went back uh, six months ago yeah. and reviewed my website copy what? and some stuff. It's Amber and I on a, on a Jeep in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, dude, Amber looks like a, like, kind of looks like a Mexican there. <laughs> like, he doesn't look like... I was very tan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, awesome. What, what are your thoughts on what my... Yeah, what do you what do you think about what we were just talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I, well, I see what you're saying, John. Yeah, okay. I think you're. I think if you're, if this is a part of your sales funnel, yeah, I would, I would make it a lot more personal in the sense of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like because you're not just like if you were someone that was more callous and less social and almost like borderline autistic, I would say, yeah, maybe something like this would reflect you well because you're just trying to be to the point. But you actually have a great sense of humor and you're interested. Yeah, in like th- this doesn't help me see the real Amber. Like, but like this isn't the guy that I would. Well, I mean, obviously, I, one of my best friends, and like yeah. I talk to you a lot. But I just think that if I were to try to say, like, like for example, like some of my friends, um, who I've grown up with back home, they're like, "Who is this Amber guy? Who is this John guy that you do a podcast yeah, with?" I don't describe you this way. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Not like, oh, he's yeah. a T frat guy and he's a contractor and yeah. he's a consultant and he's a real estate investor. I go, 
you know, he was a guy that helped me grow my business at a young age because of how, you know, how much interest he has in business and how his mindset is already. I talk about mindset a lot. And his leadership yeah. and communication skill. And I say he's probably one of the best public speakers I've ever seen. Dude, yeah, that's so yeah, when I think of Ammer, I don't think of like that to me, like this page looks like someone's trying to impress me or have a certain image they want and me I to see them. Like seven times, by the way, but like anytime you've given a public speech, I've never seen it. It's always great. No, no, that's what I mean. Like my like my version it's of like who I think Ammer is isn't this, and that's why I think it's fake. Because I don't like I don't think you're a real because estate investor. I think investor. there are people that like, yes, say you these have... things that they're true, and I don't think these aren't true for you. I just think that this isn't something that people are going to be like, "Wow, what an approachable guy that I could learn." Okay, well, can I ask you something? Is that, if I'm optimizing for contractors, I don't know. John and I don't own it, but dude, but Amber, this is what I was talking about about your industry. Your industry will do anything it can to yeah, optimize I clicks. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I would actually just say, why not change this for two months and try it out. Be like, well, well I'll, I'll, I can just tell you this over the, over the leads of where they come yeah. and applicants and odds of me closing <laughs> a sale. I can honestly delete my Instagram account and it'll have no effect on anything. No, but I'm not even saying you should do that. Am I'm saying you should restructure every step to be more oriented towards, you know, genuinely who you are. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, because although I Instagram is just never genuinely who you are, this, but this but this like, is definitely one on the other side of the spectrum. This looks like how your biggest competitor would try and compete with you. Yeah, dude, like 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 like, like let me just like I'm gonna look up a fake guru that I know. I've never seen his Instagram. I'm just gonna look up one that I just that I'm aware of. Okay, oh, that has been exposed. Oh yeah, like um, okay, here's one. Okay, yeah, yeah. now I, now I could totally get wrong. I could totally be wrong here. His name is Austin. Austin Broom. Yeah. <laughs> Austin his name is Austin? Yeah, so dude, That's this is so exactly Austin McBroom? Yeah. Oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like so <laughs> this is exactly what I thought I was gonna see. Okay? I, I mean I've only watched yeah, this is this is only exactly what I thought I was gonna see. What's like it's not really the same, but No, but no, it's not about being the same. It's just like, this guy's not like this guy's not a fake guru so much as he's just like that. Is he a boxer? Is no, like, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, he wants you to see him that way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is kind. Of, by the way, this is why I love this business so much. Is why? because there's there's all these things that you get to. Here, I'll actually find someone who actually sells like cult, like coursework very quickly. Let me just think of someone. Wait, Amber, what did you get from this conversation? Um. I got that it's it's uh, you know eat the grass show me your uh, your wool yeah <laughs> and just put put down put down some work and uh, don't be afraid to be more authentic which, uh, which I think would be a lot more fun. What about some? Did so I miss? That's great. No, no. I was just curious to know about like the way in which you look at your future. Given oh, your the future. Past. I, honestly, if I do these three things that I just told you, I actually don't care how much money. Because it's like I'm 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 doing the right thing. I, I can I can't focus on the output. The income and how much I'm going to make is all outcome. I can just only focus on. Uh, sorry, that's the output. I can only really focus on the input right now. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Okay. I know. I know. I'm, I want to make this business work. I'm not attached to it. I'm committed to this business, and I know given the it's eh, not the word the failure of this first year. Yeah. Right. And the knowledge that I have. And. It's like, there's really no excuse for us not to do something pretty cool in this next upcoming year and, and do this and like actually market this properly. So that, that's kind of how I'm approaching it. What do you, okay, like what's like the number, like, like uh, 
Number number one. Um, like what's like the, the the task that so far takes up the most amount of your time in your business? Like where like where are you actually like you know like what's most of your or is it pretty diverse or like are you spending most of your energy just in one space? Um, like I'll give you an example. Yeah. My I I would agree that I would say that my most time consuming task in my business is sales. So you could argue that really what I am in one way is I'm a, I'm a professional estimator for a painting business. Yeah. Okay. Now the other thing that takes up the most amount of time is I would say, um, managing people. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and so, you know, not only managing Jocelyn, but helping her manage people. Okay. Holding things together yeah. and, and maneuvering and scheduling. Yeah. Okay. But I would say that those are like my main two things. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I have some tasks that I also do, but I delegate them for the most part, yeah. but it's, yeah. So, what they, you know, if the business is doing well, the yeah. number one activity that I'm doing are sales. No, no, no. no. What are you doing now? Oh, just mar- building marketing materials and okay, po- make, making blog posts, posting on, on Facebook, um, writing emails, writing ads, testing landing page, and it's like pretty diverse. It's all related to um, advertising and marketing. <laughs> no employees, no production. I, my business fluctuates between marketing and sales. That's literally my entire business. I've already spent the past year perfecting the program. I am so goddamn happy with this program. And it actually gets people a lot of results. And it gives me that conviction to get on the sales calls and to write good marketing content. Like, so like, would it be fair to say that, I mean, effectively you're, you're like, you're, the main business that you're in is sales and marketing. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. At the moment, yeah. yeah. In 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 uh, year one, which is just like we're finishing yeah. right now, I was in sales, marketing, but mostly content creation. Yeah, but so, but yeah, I guess, right I, now, guess you're, yeah, I guess it's one of those things where you're wearing all the hats, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Just because the because the, the content creation. Hold on, I don't really want to finish this point. Content creation is the production of your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's done. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah, we think it's one time. Before we end this conversation, I want to know, um, after this conversation, now that it's taken place, do you think that, like, let's say another year or two go by and you feel like it's improved, but not at a rate to which you feel like it's actually made a big difference, do you still think feelings towards... um, Context matters, I have no idea. Well, no, I know, but I'm just trying to say that I would love, I, I would like to know that you know that does not matter how long you run trade arc or however long you don't run a actual service business that you came up through you always have the opportunity to go back to that oh yeah and as a result go back to that opportunity running a service business as we just said like when i gave him that hypothetical situation of his parents need money like or or, you know he needs to provide immediately or something right Mm -hmm. that's always going to be an option for you whether you want to do it or not or whether you do it or not where I feel like sometimes the conversations we had last night come from is the feeling that you, like you said, at what point do I give, like at what point do I actually decide this isn't working or something along that nature? And like you saying that, you said something in this conversation that hinted towards like, I look at you guys in X or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like it's, it's like, well. But so here's the thing. If you know you could just go do it, then you shouldn't be having that thought because that thought is a very toxic thought in my opinion. If I can just do what? 
Well, yeah. like, yeah, like you do one or the other. Don't, like, don't, like, yeah. don't have one, half your foot fence. in. Yeah. yeah. No, because if you know, like... Regret Amber, is, like, holding you back. In Amber, and you don't know, Not that I'm saying you're regretful, like, but... Like, in a way, and I don't... I don't this is it's not... FOMO. Kind of. Yeah, it is FOMO. It's FOMO. I would That's say perfect. FOMO is pretty I would say it's FOMO. FOMO but here's big. the thing. <clears throat> have you considered how... And I'm not the type of person to take this the wrong way. I just mm. wanted you to consider how naive it is on your part to sit in front of the person who could never catch you and tell that person that you are feeling like there's a large degree of separation between you in terms of business performance. I could never be you. I didn't be you. Like we're sitting in front of a guy who we could not see. Like I had one phone call with you three years ago. And since that phone call, I was never able to operate the same level of business you did. So whenever I have these conversations. Well, okay. The only thing I will say about that. I kind of feel like I want to drive my head through the wall. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But like, I'll give some context to that because like this morning, that feeling didn't exist. But what, feeling didn't, what feeling? Of like FOMO that you guys are like, oh, okay. surpassing me. But like yesterday, it's like for the first time I actually, like, I was meaning to ask you this, but like how much did you make? How much did you make? Yeah. And I actually heard those Came numbers. Out. And I think it's impossible for me not to sit back and be like, oh man, like if I just stuck it out, like, you know, it's like. Kind of, I, I agree with you to a certain point, but I mean, I'll, I'll give you an area of my life where I have similar feelings, but yeah, like crypto is a big thing right now. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Right. And we get in on that or whatever, right? Is that the yeah, thing yeah. Say? yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but or, or Tesla or one of these things, right? But ultimately, I mean, it, it, it's a slightly different example, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the example that you actually here's a have you guys ever seen the south park episode where they actually do go to the casino because they like had to like raise all this money and (laughs) they need to double it essentially yeah 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 i haven't seen that okay i i I, i'm gonna for those south park fans i'm gonna butcher the actual story here but effectively what happened is like you you guys are aware of south park yeah of course okay so they had like they had to raise money i think it was something like they had to buy their school back or something like that okay okay (laughs) What? It's just so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Just imagine them being like, well, we happen to raise exactly half of what we need. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> they had to raise like, they had to raise like exactly, like they, they end up raising like exactly half. They went to the, you know, like, you know, it's South Park, so, you know, they went to the Indian casino. Okay. Yeah. And they were like, okay, put it on like whatever number it was. And if you hit it, it's like, we'll have the, I don't even know if it was like double, but it was, it was like, if you land this, you'll have exactly the money you need. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, there wasn't any alternative, so that was like the right thing to do, right? Like because they needed like tomorrow or something. yeah, they, yeah. oh yeah, it was like yeah. T- in the next morning. Yeah. So they they land it, they fucking do it, they they they, they get all the money, and it's so all like, but the kids can't like go into the casino, but they they can only like kind of look, and then the dad like they're like wait wait, so if we do it one more time though, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll fucking have this much, yeah, do it man, do it do it, <laughs> and they do it and they fucking. <laughs> Right, so they're like, we ain't got a school back and be rich. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, yeah. but that's a great example of like mm. everything's situational, right? The right move wow. at the moment it always. Yeah, yeah. Well, the value you took it's away. So from that I know. Man. As a kid, though, like I'm just yeah. like in there, like like we're like, well, nah, like I'm like John on his soother, like oh, nine years it. old. I was like, hold on, I get that. <laughs> But, but what I'm saying though, is that, um, you know, or in poker, for example, like, you know, the right move doesn't always result in winning. And then the wrong move doesn't always result in losing. Yeah. It makes sense. Okay. Well, so in my opinion, crypto is a wrong move, but as of right now, where the chips have lied, it looks like people are winning, yeah, but the, the, the full hand hasn't been dealt. 
like we haven't got that river card you know what i mean like we got the flop and it's like whoo you know yeah but but so we've we've seen the flop on yours right but we haven't seen the river card like so i wouldn't yeah like you have a you know the yeah the turn turn i I don't know i don't know poker i don't play that well well the flop river or the flop turn river okay i don't know no i'm dude i'm acting as if i dude river's the last river turn no river's the last Dude, we're, guys, no one here. Play, do you play poker? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we don't. So fuck off. No, I play a lot of poker. Dude, the fifth card. Dude, of the river. get out of here. Get out of. Well, you haven't obviously okay. played a lot of poker, but <laughs> okay. But hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Um, you could in fact be playing your hand the best way, and you just haven't seen those results. Yeah. Now, if you genuinely believe that, then keep playing that hand, right? But if you actually believe that you're in a hand too deep, then get the fuck out and fight. I, I don't feel that. You know what I mean? Because you know, yeah. like, because if you bet too aggressively and you realize the guy across the table knows what the fuck is up, you, you're best off just full, cut your losses, yeah. get out, yeah. right? Like I you fucked don't up, feel right? That at all. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it was just FOMO. It was just like the toxic comparison. But do you, do you see, the, do you see the crypto example though? It, no, no, no. The poker one was way better. That was so good. Yeah, crypto poke like yeah. Yeah, I, yeah but no, but you know, did you see the wrong move though? Could yeah, get, that yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, good. because but I think that's so important for you because you actually staying with student works could have been the worst thing ever. Could it, it, yeah. it, it? I'll be honest. It definitely seemed like that at the moment. Yeah, and it could have been shattering to it could have been shattering to your uh, to your um, psyche if you came back and did two hundred or something like that because you just couldn't deliver. Oh, dude. And I having said that, and having said that, I would I would like to think that after this podcast is over, that never once in the next like five years will you ever feel like there's a there's a disconnect between you you and me. Yeah, I because I don't view a gap. Yeah, but I feel like that's what he brings that's up sometimes. That's, he's that's, he's brought that, that up like four or five last times. Last night is what I felt. No, well, it's not the first time you brought that up either. Is my point? There, I mean, okay, so on paper there's a gap financially. I know this is now. my point. But yeah, this but dude, but but if one dude is look at dude, if if one guy is digging, you know, uh, if one guy's in a river fucking gold panning, okay, and he's like pretty steady gains. It's like get a little bit of gold nugget. Look, you yeah. know, because mostly gold dust, right? Finds yeah, an occasional sure. nugget, and you're actually digging a fucking excavating a gold mine. You're going deep. Well, you dude, you might be like one extra layer of hitting the fucking gold mine. Yeah, I know. Whereas the other dude, you know, and then you're getting, you know, so it's like, I, I, you don't know where you're at at any given moment. Like, have you ever seen like, you ever seen that photo of that dude with the pickaxe who's like, yeah, he's just, that's a great one, man. And, and he quit right now. And saying that though, there's also, a, there's also a certain level of like cutting your losses at some point. Like there's, you know, arbitrary lines to some degree. Yeah. Right. So, um, so, if I was isolated in my own environment, I know, with I know. no stimulus, no comparisons, I was on my own, I would probably do this for another two years and then call it quits. If if the results didn't come. Okay, well then why don't you do that? How old are you right now? Huh? Twenty-three. Like you just turned twenty-three? Yeah. When? May. When? Twenty-fifth. Dude, mine's the twenty-ninth. I know. Oh wow. We've had this conversation. Yeah, we're both Gemini's. Isn't the twenty the cutoff the twenty-fifth? Big horoscope guy. Big well, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm around a lot of white girls. What year were you born though? <laughs> yeah. huh? 90, 98. Oh. So you're the same age as Trisha. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Pearson's a Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. Gemini's, you know. Wait, what's what? Well, can you check out Jordan Pearson's uh, birthday? <laughs> birthday. Because um, maybe might hit well, one of us. I think he's a June guy, but yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm going to re-listen to this. This is crazy. Yeah, this was, this was dope. Well, Amr, um, I hope that you feel that... Yeah. There's no there's no value or worth in ever c- comparing but rather conversing. Conversing. Yeah. Because 
like you 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 will you have to understand that especially with me i can't speak for john but for me um there's no yeah there's no uh you're never gonna convince me ever doesn't matter if like it doesn't matter what happens in your life you're just never gonna convince me that you're not that good at what like, so, I mean, this is no, why I said no, I no. can't speak for John. Well, no, because clearly, cl- no, but clearly the coin toss saying he's not. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in your you know, yeah. <laughs> You received that signal. I intercepted. Like, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. Um, but uh, no, I would. I mean, I would, I would agree with that, right? Like I. But I would say this though. I, I June twelfth. I don't think you're ever going to convince me that that you don't have the ability to um, actually like deliver results in life, like okay. whatever that may be. Okay. Um, yeah. But I think like all of us though, we're all prone to all, you know, all of the things about human nature that are pitfalls, right? Um, like grandiosity, um, you know, you know, all the different biases that we talked about, the confirmation bias, right? Um, we, we're all prone to falling for things or, you know, going down paths that are, you know, that are dead ends, right? But then you, you know, you move back and we're all pro, we're also all prone to going down a path that's a dead end and like trying to force it and be like, no, it's not a dead end, right? But we're also, some of us also stick on one lane too long, right? So there's all these different things as humans that, that are, are all worth considering. And I hope that, you know, that you take a lot of my sort of aggressiveness towards you as me trying to do any sort of, uh, you know, sculpting that I can. Thanks, Wiz. That's cool. No more, no more talking. Are you guys okay? Like, cause I know we always talk about our week and all that. I actually want to institute something that, uh, and maybe this is, I'm overthinking it, but around my business, it's like, I do feel like we talk about it a bit too much. And, you know, hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't feel that right. I do. Oh yeah. Well, in the sense that, in the uh, sense that I would, I, 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 I actually said this at the very beginning of the, like pretty early, like, like a long time ago that I would much prefer if yeah, Ammer didn't get to talk about his business, unless there was like a three month track record of him actually doing something positively. Got it. So th- and that's what I was going to recommend. Because like, otherwise, if, it, if it's like, hey man, I made one sale and it's like, you just get your dopamine fixed. It's like, no, you can come on here and talk about you doing your shit, but it's got to, you know, you got to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. okay with that? Yeah, of course. And if you ask me about the business, I can talk about like some interesting stuff, like some Facebook copy or an experience yeah, with yeah, a customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it comes to revenue and profit, I'm not going to talk about it. I agree. Until. Yeah. yeah. That's a good rule. You like yeah. that? Yeah. Quarterly reports. Okay, we are yeah, gonna do it. We we have to do a live whack versus wise, and you know it. Yeah. Okay, 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 Let's okay, fire okay. it up. You only get one of these. A year. Fuck, we gotta be in bed in about an hour though, because we got a four a.m. wake up. So. Wait, no way. What's the time? Six thirty. Oh, We're just gonna go to go to dinner after and go to bed. I yeah, yeah, we gotta go eat, bro. Yeah. We're gonna go to the place downstairs. Yeah. Okay. We want wings. No, jeez. Let's see. Let's see. And what are you going to fire up for us? I got to screen share the, uh, oh, cool. uh, oh, you screen share. Oh, you want I'm, the song? I'm going to put it in here. Yeah. All right. I got, I got a song here for you. Okay. What is it? Uh, here, pulling it up. we could play the audio of Jordan Peterson owns, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <clears throat> ambition for cash. Hmm. Oh God. 
the first thing on YouTube when you type in ambition. Yeah. Yeah. This? Key, key Glock. Yeah. What are the... Oh, yeah. Okay, this is it. That's your Kindle. It's way smaller than I thought. Whoa. It's got a cool like kind of light to it, right? Because it, yeah, yeah. it doesn't like hurt your eyes. That's weird. Let me see. Not like bad boy. That's how small fire. it is. Let me see this thing up quickly. You don't mind? Oh, this is Ray Dalio. I mean, this is a highlight, but like, you see how it almost looks like paper? Yeah. You can like click these buttons if you want to go back and forth too. That's how I usually do it. But you can like tap just the page too. And then what happens is like when I do a highlight, it's probably the worst part of the podcast for everyone. But if I want to show like, the camera at least here. Yeah, if just, I want to do a highlight, I can just like click and then drag, and then a highlight, and then I can share. You know. oh, so yeah, okay. so it's quick. All right, all right. Make sure you share audio, eh? Yeah, I know. Um, this is Key Glock Ambition for Cash. Okay, let's watch this. You guys are gonna watch my live reaction to this. Yeah. Full screen? Yeah, yeah. Seven million views. Unmute it, yeah. So it's gonna play through the mic? No, it's playing through my laptop. Okay. It's okay. Should I mute the microphone? No, it'll be fine. That's John cashing his payroll. That's Amber working at TD. Yeah, way back, way back. sharing just show the lyrics this actually couldn't be any better this this literally the quote dude, i love how my quotes line up dude okay so where do you want him to read uh i can probably move the mic forward yeah, yeah here. Oh, i'll show you where 
the whole thing there. Okay, I got it. Okay. Yeah, N-word, I got a real addiction for this cash. Yeah, N-word. I got a real ambition for this cash. Yeah. 13, old, 13 years old with a shoebox stash. Yeah. I'm always up to something, never sitting on my ass. N-word, what? This glizzock got my skinny sagging. N-word, <laughs> yeah. I tote that glizzock with a passion, bow. N-word, I tote that glizzock with a passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I talk a whole lot of shit because I can bang. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Bitch, my heart cold. Yeah. My last name, Moncler. Yeah, Clur. Yeah. My pockets fat, swole. Swole. No, I don't eat pears. Uh-huh. <laughs> and trapping ain't dead. What? These N-words just queers. I'm sipping color purple syrup. Ballin' hard, just like the beard. Swoosh, yeah. Yeah, and Larry Bird, I'm shooting shit. You, I know you heard. <laughs> Ten toes, never in no hurry, N-word. I call shots, you heard. Yup, yup. Money talking, what's the word? Bert, ah, uh, what's up? A, I pray, but don't go to church. Don't ask me to split a verse. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Can't trust <laughs> no ho. That's <laughs> devil work. Yeah, I know the devil work. I know. And I know that nobody's perfect. Still can't get a bitch for certain. Huh? For real, though, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, 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 bitch. I'm in my bag. Yeah, bag. Yeah, bag, bitch. I just made a bag. Yeah, bag. Yeah, bad, bitch. I just made a bag. Yeah, bag. Yeah, bag. Yeah, a bag, a big bag. Yeah, that's Dr. Seuss right there, baby. That's the... Okay, that's ridiculous. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Either way. Okay, so here's the line. Okay, oh, so now I gotta got, use the bathroom. So now we got who we got, John? Who's going up against? It's Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio versus Key Glock. <laughs> Ambition for that cash. Okay, yeah, this is uh, yeah, okay. Hold on, hold, hold on one sec. All right, we've got Ray Dalio versus Key Glock. Okay, related to this confusion between the financial economy and the real economy is the relationship with the, between the prices of things and the value of things. Because they tend to go together. They can be confused as being the same thing. They tend to go together because when people have more money and credit, they're more inclined to spend more and can spend more. To the extent that spending increases economic production and raises the prices of goods, services, and financial assets, it can be said to increase wealth because the people who already own those assets become richer when measured by the way we account for wealth. However, uh -oh. that increase in wealth is more an illusion than a reality for two reasons. One, the increased credit that pushes prices and production up has to be paid back, which all things being equal will have the opposite effect when the bill comes due. And two, the intrinsic value of a thing doesn't increase just because its price goes up. Oh! Good night, son. Think about it this way. If you own a house and the government creates a lot of money and credit, there might be many eager buyers who would push the price of your house up, but it's still the same house. Your actual wealth hasn't increased, just your calculated wealth. It's the same with any other government or say any other investment asset you own that goes up in price when the government creates money, stocks, bonds, etc. 
the amount of calculated wealth goes up, but the amount of actual wealth hasn't gone up because you own the exact same thing you did before it was considered to be worth more. In other words, using the market values of what one owns to measure one's wealth gives an illusion of changes in wealth that don't really exist. As far as understanding how the economic machine works, the important thing to understand is that money and credit are stimulative when they're given out and depressing when they have to give, be paid back. Mm -hmm. That's what normally makes money, credit, and economic growth so cyclical. Yeah. I remember re reading that All twice. Right, so uh, what are we thinking? Ray Dalio or Key Lock? Dude, that's so crazy. Uh, if you love the short term, you should be Key Glock. <laughs> That ambition for the cash. Yeah, get get that get that cash. Who Someone needs to tell inflation? him that it's actually ambition. Get that for, bag. It's, it's ambition for the wealth. Ray Dalio is arguing that you need. But to Ray Dalio is saying. I'm team Dalio. I'm team Dalio. Yeah, dude, he's stealing from the bank. That was money that didn't exist before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably by the time he put it in his car to drive away, inflation went up by an extra one percent. What's this? Yeah, what's this guy's name? Key Glock. Key Glock. Key Glock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this guy he, needs he's to, a Ruger guy. Dude, this guy needs to get that Smith and Wesson going. He needs the yeah. <laughs> Where's Key Wesson? Yeah, that's what we need to know. Yo, I'm before we uh I got let me <laughs> before we go to dinner, I'm gonna make a make an Instagram post with yeah. that. Yo, <laughs> that's actually way, we're, we're all moving around, but thank you for listening to this yeah. amazing episode of the weekly call. Catch you guys next week. Hope you guys like this in-person edition of the weekly call. Cheers. Hey listeners, thanks so much for tuning in this week. As usual, you can find us on Instagram at the weekly call pod or through email at the weekly call pod at gmail.com for any questions or comments about any of our material and just to kind of pick our brain or even challenge us on a few things we said today. The intro and outro music was brought to you today by William Scott Thompson. You can find him on Spotify under that name. He has a lot of other great material on there that you can go listen to as well. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you soon.